Grass Kingdom, is that what it's called? Yeah. Grass Kingdom. Man, I listened to that 90 times in the last 24 hours. Yeah, it's pretty good, huh? On the way to school, I took my son Ellis to school today, and I started playing it for him, and then it would end, and I was like, you want to hear it again? And he'd go, yeah. <laughs> All right, man, here we go again. Starting him young. Starting him young. Put it on again? Yeah. Go, okay. Crank that shit. He was sitting there like, <laughs> Got it in his head. So thanks, dude. I really dig it. Um, yeah, so we have a crazy schedule right now with uh, the tour that I'm on. Christina's doing dates. We've had multiple guests in here. We've been banking episodes just to try to make it through uh, this crazy schedule. So the only way to do it is kind of the way we've been doing it. And therefore, um, yeah. With Tom Segura, Tom Segura, and Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. Super happy, um, long overdue, to have a great comedian, actor, writer. He does it all. Donnell Rawlings is here. Hey. Thank you very much for coming, man. We're very Such excited. A fan. I don't know if I'm really excited to be here. I know. <laughs> Why? What happened? No, I'm just saying it's not what happened. It's like what you didn't do. What did oh. I do, man? You know what I'm saying? Everybody in the podcast world knows that you don't get paid for any of these. Any of these. That's right. Yeah. So usually the producer and the host usually try to make it as comfortable as possible yeah. for the guests. I feel badly now, dude. Well, Come on, man. Yeah, and normally, and it was a, what, so what, I had to drive 45 minutes to work oh for free. Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? And this wouldn't, it wouldn't be a big deal to me if I didn't know some of the top podcasters in the world, yeah. as minimum, they send an Uber pool. Wow. <laughs> pool. pool. You know what I'm saying? Share. You, know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I know yeah. that there is a budget or whatever, but, you know, yeah. kind of insulted. No, all right. All yeah, I was listen, kind of insulted. Listen, that, man, listen. I feel bad. And then me expressing myself, you feel this is the time for you just to cut me off because it's this your show. Man, white people in their power, man, it never stops, bro. I'm mortified. Let me apologize on behalf of our producer and my husband. I would have sent you 
you least, wouldn't have, at least a lift. A lift, right. Yeah. Because you're professional. I saw you. I didn't yeah. even know you guys do like uh, prep before shows yeah. or anything. Yeah. I saw you going over the whole thing. Sure. And I felt more connected to what you would have done opposed right. to what he would have done. 100%. I'm sorry. You know sorry. what I'm saying? And, but not, even with that said, it was like never a, a moment of I apologize. Wow. And not only that, but then I get here, they say, you have to sit on this side of the couch. <laughs> and I've been seeing this show, right. and it seems like this side of the couch is reserved for the black people. Yeah, on yeah, it yeah, is. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's true. And I'm and glad you guys can agree with that. Yeah. I will but just say in the this. future, anytime you have an African-American guest, it would be a good idea to send some type of ride share. You're totally I'm right. I'm not saying an SUV, ride share. You're totally right. I have, I'll be honest, we have sent car service to pick up white guests before. All the time. Just out of, <laughs> just an instinct. I go, instinct. I'll go like, are you white? I know, I talk and to those white guests. And then they'll, I'll send yeah. the car like a limo or something. But yeah. like, now I'm gonna are start extending it to yeah. black and, and other Asian guests and stuff too, you know? Okay, I mean, uh, this, is, this is what the world is about. See, we had an issue. Right. We didn't get on Twitter and talk about it. No. We discussed it with each other. And now you've changed our whole platform. I've changed your whole platform. And this is what, see, I'm doing for podcasts what Jay-Z did for the NFL. That's oh, right. Wow. Which is? Bring the people with concerns to the table so you can affect some type of change. Dude, that's Had I true. kept it to myself, black people would have been driving themselves to this podcast forever. <laughs> you know? But that's not gonna happen anymore. That's so true, I'm the man. Jackie Robinson <laughs> of podcasts right now. Of transportation during podcasts. Yeah, we yeah. gotta do it, man. For sure. All right, I apologize. I should have. We've moved past that. that. All right. All right. See, this is the state we're in now. You gotta keep apologizing. That's apologize true. once and we keep it moving, bro. Let's keep it moving. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so He's you're tacky. black. What's going on? Um, I will tell you that the Popeye's chicken sandwich is not as good as everybody thinks. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking really. By what are you the way, you about? props. A new you, you, oh, what? What? I have been out of the loop. I don't. You are this. You are so Chick Fil A right now. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you are. Do so you, I don't do even eat. I'm not a huge. Listen, I'm not a huge fan of fried chicken. I. I but you're admit. you're a huge fan of social media. Of course, Instagram. It was the biggest trend number one and TikTok. For TikTok. How did I miss out on this? I shit? missed out on TikTok, but I don't know. I don't know, but it's like was one's one of the biggest stories in the history of fried chicken stories ever. And <laughs> the biggest the most fried well, tell me what the happened. biggest you don't know fried chicken stories? <laughs> yeah. You oh I know if you didn't send an Uber for me, you don't know <laughs> that Colonel Sanders <laughs> stole the recipe from a black person. I've no. heard yes, I've heard this. You've story. heard that yes, part. Yes, yes. Okay. You know, so that's what I'm saying. But so you had the Colonel story Colonel Sanders story. Uh-huh. <laughs> of stealing fried chicken recipe from black person. He's the only white person that's ever stolen something from a black person. To be what? <laughs> yo, yo. I mean. Can we say rock and roll? All sorry? music is ours. Oh, we yeah. created music. The dancing. Dancing yo, is I'm ours. I'm my own Uber out of this bitch. Sports son. are better when it's just all white. Oh my God. Nothing like that all white basketball league. It's <laughs> like, great. You mean you the think, 60s? <laughs> You think you think Ice Cube is getting a hard time to get people to promote three on three basketball? Try yeah. five on five white basketball. It's, yeah, it is impossible. embarrassing beyond no dunks, just three points. Would you rather watch a white basketball team or a Down syndrome basketball team? You know what? I I, I would rather watch a Down syndrome basketball team. hundred <laughs> percent. The reason why? The reason why? Because years ago, this is a true story. This is I know this is a lot of people not going to understand the story okay. I'm going to share. Okay. But years ago, I used to be a volunteer for like a special needs uh, camp, you uh -huh. know. And there were a lot of kids with Down syndrome, right? Yes. And um, I loved those kids. Yeah. They were awesome. They really were good for my ego because we would go out and play basketball, right? Yeah. And then when it comes to picking the teams, yeah, they all picked me. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't have no skills, but if you put me up against a kid with Down syndrome, I'm dunking on his ass with my nuts in his face every time. So, and for some reason, they, for some reason that they thought I was like equivalent to Michael Jordan. So I'm partial to that. Yeah, yeah, me too. yeah. More yeah. entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have crazy game like when you were a single dude? Like, were you really good? Yeah, you have you have big really? it was yeah, it was a sense of humor. What's the, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, you have yeah. a sense of humor. Being honest and being myself, that gets you ass anyway. And where are you from? Where are you from? Yeah. Originally from uh, Washington D.C. By, by way of Alexandria, Virginia. Okay, but you grew up there. Yeah, I grew up and, in D.C. of uh, Alexandria. D, 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 we call it the D.M.V. Yeah. District, Maryland, Virginia. That whole area. That's right. where I grew okay. up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now we were just talking about this phenomenon because we watched a gentleman. I mean, you don't you don't fall into this category, but when like unattractive dudes. <laughs> Why did you? <laughs> Yeah. I'm just saying no, personality so goes <laughs> personality goes a long way. So you're saying that you were just yourself and you were funny and and like for instance yeah, personality, to, to court and personality, would, personality would get you in the door conversation. Let's but talk. the penis is what really would bring it really? home. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like a person with a dope personality and a small penis no penis that's not like uh skilled or anything like yeah. that. You're gonna get the initial like, oh I love him. And oh my God, I just met this guy. He's so great. And the girl's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but they haven't had right. smashed him yet. Yeah, right. true. And then it's like, whatever happened to Tom? Well, yeah. let's just say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I appreciate his personality yeah, more than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have that big dick energy. That's what yeah. you're talking about right now. Oh. No, it's not a big dick energy. It's big dick confidence. Right. Ooh, it's you have a certain type of confidence. And it don't got to be crazy big. I'm saying the thing, you know, it's not the motion of the ocean. It's not the size of the ship. It's the motion of the ocean. That's right. Sometimes, you know, I know there are some people out here that are some, in some places inadequate, but it depends on, you know, if you work on your stroke. Yeah. And you add that with, person, with personality and a joke every once in a while. I think of a uh, good sense of humor, personality, I think that that would, for stroke. the most part, would add uh, at least two inches to your picture. See, I always, wow. I always had the true. idea that the only thing I would want the girl to say afterwards is that kind of hurt. Not that it was big, but just that the thrusts were so hard that yeah. I would try to, like, you know, like have them go like, God damn it, you know, that hurt. That's all I was really going you for. You are a walking me too, ready to happen. <laughs> <laughs> In the world of sound bites, that's what you. In the world of sound bites, that's the sound bite you want people to remember. Like, oh, that shit hurt. Yeah, that, that's all I want. Cut to they splice an OJ Simpson nine one one call in there, and you're dead. So. Wait, can we go back to chicken for a second? Do yeah. You have any, I don't want to go to chicken. Do you have any chicken sandwich that you enjoy? I don't like eating fried chicken sandwiches. What? I don't, here's why. I'm going to tell you why. So the fried good. chicken is good on its own. Why do I want to put bread and make it into? I don't like sandwiches in the first place. I'm not a sandwich eater. All right. I don't like it. I you know don't... I like Bojangles. Now I'm on the road. I'll get some Bojangles. That's now that sounds very racist. Why? Bojangles? The name of it, it sounds does like... sound old yeah, time. Yeah, it's Bojangles. Yeah. Bojangles is also what's very... What's that guitar thing that... Um, what's that a banjo? A banjo? Yeah, 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 you yeah, feel yeah. Like, like, I like chicken and you like a two-beat. <laughs> gonna get some one, two, two. I don't like... But it does Bojangles sound racist. Like, Bojangles sound like this. You like my chicken too? <laughs> I don't like Here's Bojangles. I don't like <laughs> Bojangles. <laughs> Bojangles. Bojangles, you just feel like you're going to be like this. Yeah. <laughs> Bojangles is really popular in actually really racist places. Oh, 100%. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Carolinas, Carol Georgia. Bojangles. Yeah. And it's the, way you, it's the way they greet you like, welcome to Bojangles. Yeah, yeah. That tone is very racist. That feel, yeah. yeah. And Some that, people can eat past the racism. Like, yeah. he didn't really mean that. Yeah. <laughs> it was the way he was well, raised. Yeah, yeah. But now you're like, nah. That, that, but what's on? Did they put a pickle on it? I know Chick-fil-A, they do a pickle, and oh, that's why everybody has a big hard on for the Chick-fil-A sandwich. Yeah, but the thing a, is, a what, bo bo who cares? 
but Popeyes they just ripped the whole idea of the Chick Fil A sandwich, even the packaging of it. Really, it's like aluminum foil thing. Yeah, they got the pickles, and I've and I've been I've went to different neighborhoods and everything, and like what I've heard that separates um, Chick Fil A from Popeyes is uh, Popeyes does not have a motherfucking Polynesian sauce. Mm. Oh right, and nobody even know what the fuck a Polynesian sauce no. is, but it just sounds so like. Like so fly. Your son's sophisticated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like this. Can I have a Chick Fil A, extra pickle, and can you give me extra Polynesian sauce? <laughs> it makes you your jaw just relax uh-huh. for some reason. You're totally right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, do you respect the Wendy's chicken sandwich at all? No, not really. Really? They're, uh-huh. they're gonna come back. Yeah. They're gonna come back, but they do. Only way they're gonna win now, what the, Wendy's will have to do is come back with a chicken sandwich and then have a Kool Aid sh- uh, shake. Yeah. Oh. Like a grape Kool Aid shake, and they would kill the hood. Yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, man, yeah. you shouldn't even give these away for free. It's a good idea. We just did. I've always yeah. given away my ideas. <laughs> and it's always you white people to sit back and buy all the domains and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kool Aid.com is going to be bought by the time we get off this for shit. sure. Here's the thing, man. You were on, uh, you know, one of the most legendary, iconic <laughs> shows, and it was crazy because I met you when the show was on, and I was a, like a brand new comic, mm. and I was doing a show somewhere. Like it might have been like near the UCLA campus, one of these just show. I forget. Someone just throws it together. I was a, a newish comic, and I saw you in the hallway, and I was like, because <gasps> I mean that show. People don't know if they weren't like you know around for it uh, when it was on, even though it's not that long ago. But when it was 15 on, fifteen years almost. It's been yeah, a while. Yeah, I guess that is a while. But but I fucking you know that show was you can't like it can't miss TV. It's hard to like think of an equivalent now because everything now is on demand and you stream and you record things but when that show was on we would like make it a point like you oh, yeah. cannot miss well, that it. was also <clears throat> that was before the time of streaming yeah exactly that was when like if you think about it when is the last time you had a show that people were like okay wednesday 10 30 i gotta catch this show i uh, know i know you know, so now nowadays we're all streaming sites like they encourage you to binge stuff people come out just like this Watch the whole entire season. Yeah, tonight. And one thing. But yeah. that show, it was so dope because you had an opportunity to watch it when it came on. Then people would talk about it all week. All week. And then you would wonder if they would outdo it or if the show would outdo it or even just keep that consistency. Right. And every week it proved to get stronger and stronger. It's and stronger. wild, dude. And the show is like, I, I said on that show, half hour programming, we didn't, all skits weren't home runs. Yeah. But there was always one that just... Yes. You know, was the signature true. of that show. And then it's like when people say, well, that was so long ago. But that's just a test of how dope the show was because it still maintains relevance in pop culture. Oh, yeah. It still maintains relevance in comedy. And even though, and then this comedy central continues to play it. But the thing about it was just so much stuff like sound bites. It was so many things and like the skits, the Black Bush skits, uh, 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 Space Wars and all that. It was so ahead of his time and even today when something happens in pop culture right now you could see a Chappelle show meme that may punctuate laughter the Charlie Murphy laugh I'm not on your team yeah Yeah. it was just one of the things and I even when I go places people are like it's so weird because the show was so big and so huge and so such a part of history you can't follow it so in some people's eyes my career has been oh he fell off since Chappelle show. No, how many fucking Chappelle shows are there? Exactly. <laughs> That's no. a good point. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, oh yeah, ever since the Chappelle show. No, bro, I've been I've stayed relevant. Yeah. I stay funny, but you don't get a show like The Wire, but every 
20, 30 years. For sure. You don't get a show like the Richard Pryor show every 10 or 15 years. You don't get a show like the Flip Wilson show. These are not normal no, it's shows. Rec- it's a record-breaking it's show, record. man. And then it was one of those shows, like, for me, people say, so, you know, how was it? I was like, so what was a big break? I think that I was already chipping away at it, chipping away, and I was my stuff was on different platforms, different platforms. But the Chappelle show was one of the first things I've done where everybody watched the show. Yeah. So everybody got to see what I did. You know what yeah. I mean? I, before that, the BET audience, they got to see what right. I did. Um, I was a regular on the Ricky Lake show as an expert on failed relationships. People really? Saw, yeah, I, I, was a, on a, I was on a panel like years ago. It was like the last two years of Ricky Lake where <laughs> they were like doing similar to what the, the View did. Yeah. They had a gay guy on the show. They had me. They had a, uh, a, a real hood girl. They had a professional. And then they were just trying to get different perspectives on topics. And I was the one that just started shit yeah yeah you yeah. know what I mean? it was I can, like, and by the way i could see you fucking doing that but it was so easy on a <laughs> yeah. Ricky Lake show yeah it was so easy yeah. like we would have a slow break and in between the producer would come up and be like donnell this segment sucks what are you gonna do <laughs> what are we, like what are you gonna do to amp them up and i they, i wouldn't tell them it was like okay well trust me and, and for her audience all i had to do was say it's because Women need to get in the kitchen yeah. and make yeah. sandwiches yeah. Yeah. and shut up. Ooh, ah, yeah. uh-uh. go Ricky, yeah. go Ricky. You know, yeah. but the Chappelle show was like, for some reason, this show, Chappelle show appealed to so many people. It was like, it had the people that follow me from the wire. It had the people that follow me from people that were fans of me on a series acting. They all came Dude, to one what, place. What was like, that? Like, Cause obviously like, you know, your comics, your, your friends right before. The, what like, was what like? Well, I'm saying like the, to embark on the journey, like, the ride of doing the Chappelle show. It's like, you know, you're doing it, right? Like Dave calls you, hey man, I'm doing this show. And you're Neil like, called me. So Neil calls you and you're like, okay, cool. Um, you think it's gonna be, it's a job, right? You're like, it's fun, whatever. But I didn't, I always thought it was gonna be fire. And the reason why, yeah, because the reason why I, had, I didn't have a lot of opportunities to be on TV. Yeah. So I thought anything I was gonna be on, it was gonna be fire because <laughs> I'm gonna try to make this shit fire. Oh, you did, okay. Yeah, I, to be quite honest, neither Dave or Neil had the confidence I had in the show as I had. Really? And the reason why is because before that, the, his name of his country is Pilot Boy Production. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The reason that came about is because Dave had like 10 or 11 pilots that he shot that did, just didn't pop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, were they not, you don't know if it was just timing, it was funny, sure. whatever. Yeah. So it was So it was a thing like, all right, here we go with this again. You know what I'm saying? Let me put my friends together. Let me put my writing staff together, staff together and let's see what I can do. But that's but when you've been in the business for so long, it's hard to get excited about every project. Sure, because yeah. you don't know which one is going to be the one. It's like, yeah. oh, I believed in it, and one person said this, so they were going into it like it was a gig. But for me, being a comic that just wanted, I wanted it to work. It had to work. Of course, you know what I mean. And I and I knew I used to even call the ratings. I used to be like this, yo, we're going to go from 1.5 to 1.7. They was like, yeah, yeah, boom, boom. I was right again. Boom, really? I was right again. Boom, boom, because. I had the pulse of the streets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was the streets. I was still living in the streets. I was still living in Brownsville, Brooklyn, one of the toughest places. And um, I was, if you want to say, the voice of the street when it comes to like how people are taking it. Uh-huh. And um, I used to uh, call Neil, and I was like, yeah, I just got off the phone with the streets, right? <laughs> <laughs> and Neil ain't been to no streets unless I took him, right? <laughs> and he was like, what are the streets saying? And as that show was building, I could feel it because I yeah. saw it resonating through some really seedy neighborhoods. I saw it resonating in the barbershop. Everybody was talking about it. It like, must have been crazy show. walking to a barbershop in, like, in, the, in the middle of that show just blowing up. And Man, you're like, do you know how many motherfuckers? 
that blew up off that show. <laughs> like, let me tell you something. This is what people don't understand. Whenever Chappelle show was on, and you saw a scene where it was real niggas in the background, mm -hmm. it was real niggas in the background. <laughs> Those was my niggas, son. No, I know some people gonna take it, but this is some real shit. Yeah. Cause I, I was living in Brownsville and I had some friends that, that <clears throat> didn't take advantage of opportunities or just didn't see the right way or yeah. just never were a part of it. And some of my guys, my friends that weren't working, I was like, yo, come be a background on Chappelle's show. You'll get $75, you get some free food and you get to be, a, be around it. You know what yeah. I mean? Anytime, for the most part, anytime you saw a posse, it was dudes that, that you I knew. knew. That's how real. In fact, oh my gosh, one of the uh, one a big scene, uh, Wayne. People always ask me what was my favorite sketch. My favorite sketch was the Wayne Brady sketch. That the was reason amazing why, how, oh, how, yeah. how 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 it was born. Yeah, how it came off. Um, like we did a joke about Wayne Brady, with Mooney, right? With, with Mooney, yeah. yeah. And Wayne Brady was a huge fan of Chappelle's show, mm -hmm. and he wasn't bitching or crying or anything. He was just, you know, like a little bit more disappointed, you know, uh -huh. more than anything. And um, and I know part part of that was because did he reach out and, and express that? Yeah, the, yeah, him and Dave ran into each other. Oh. And I understand Wayne Brady's frustration because Wayne Brady is one of the most talented people I've ever met in my life. For sure. But his path is not the same path of someone from the streets or whatever. It don't yeah. mean that yeah. he didn't have to work for it. It didn't course. mean that he didn't have to beat everybody out in the audition. The dude is talented. And sometimes in the black community, if you don't um, speak a certain way, they don't respect you. He has diction. He's articulate. You know, sometimes, oh, that corny-ass nerd motherfucker. Yeah. So for... The sketch to come through, not Wayne's disapproval of a joke, but just frustration or you know disappointment of a joke. Yeah. For Dave to reach out and then to invite him, like let's let's just call a truce with this, mm -hmm. and it really gave people opportunity to see what Wayne Brady's range was. Yeah. That's why I like the sketch so much because it was dark. It wasn't like oh yeah. It wasn't like I call comedy. I just yeah. Oh, jingles. It wasn't that. Yeah. <laughs> it was some right. It was some my real favorite. Shit. You can laugh about jingles a little louder. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't your 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 fans are your fans. <laughs> Yo, your fans like deplorables. They're never gonna leave you. So. <laughs> no, I remember but the it was so, it was the, so, the joke that prompted that was I forget so and so. Makes Wayne Brady look like Malcolm X. Yeah, that was the joke. I forget who Brian Gumble, something like Brian, that. Brian, yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, but here, going back to the story. Yeah. So, um, in that sketch, they had to have uh, women of the night, like <laughs> streetwalkers or whatever, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And part of that show was I was really cool with casting. So what I would do is look at the scripts before we had them, and I would see, like, if there was something for one of my friends. It, yeah. It wasn't no lines. It was just like you know, like homeboys on the stoop I'm like oh I got five of them motherfuckers they yeah. on the stoop now right, 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 right. yeah <laughs> hoes twerking I just saw some hoes twerking the other day right so it was like the same women of the night so it was one of my friends she was a she was a um, exotic dancer she was funny I like she's kind of my comedy she was really very strong her name was Pearl so I said Pearl we got this scene I said I don't want to be disrespectful or whatever but it's kind of like scandally dressed you know you're playing a street walk or whatever so all the other women that they casted, they were professional actresses. Mm. Right. Like, they auditioned for it. Right. So they took their- Their agent got them a call Their back. agent got them a call, yeah. but it was like, we don't want them to wear heels. In. The heel has to be four inches or lower. You know, that type yeah. of shit. Like, sure. their fingernail has to be, you know, they were like, they were just like real actresses. And here so, comes Pearl. No, wait a minute. <laughs> no, here comes real, real, real actresses, right? So they were like, okay, all right, here we go. We're going to go, guys. Back to one. They took their robes off put them on the side, and they went out there, and they walked the street. 
And then they say, cut. They couldn't wait to put their robes on. Now, Pearl. <laughs> Pearl was ass out the whole shoot, son. <laughs> like thong. I don't know. Everybody, all the grips. Everybody's like, I don't know where the fuck Pearl came from. <laughs> but she's got our vote. Like, she's talking to the grips, twerking yeah. at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Standards and practice is nowhere near, right? Yeah. She's twerking. And she got close to Wayne and Dave. She was talking. And then she just got close to the car. And then she just said, hi, Dave. I like your new show, Dave. She went from background yeah. Yeah. to a U5. And that show, at the time, it didn't matter what the fuck you did. If you wasn't seen, you blew up the next day. That's right. So she now is one of the hottest strippers in the country. <laughs> really? Yeah, now she, yeah, she telling me her stripper chronicles. She said her stripper, stripper chronicles. Yeah. She's like, you know, it's like all these bitches be hating on me. <laughs> she said, that's I'm on the Chappelle show. I like your new show, Dave. Oh, that's right, because that show also, I, I forget all the time, that popped Bill Burr for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, you know what? I don't think it was that show that popped Bill Burr. Well, it gave him. Bill, Bill Burr was going to pop. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting to something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery, and promotions available only in select markets. That's for sure. Yeah, just, but it, that was but like for all of us. It was like it was exposure. Though. It was exposure. In fact, the story when you I heard um one of your one of your podcasts you talking about following a a a, a a a destroyer yeah on stage. So when we were doing Chappelle show, it was the second year. We weren't really making a lot of money, but we were popular. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like man, everybody's yelling out, "I'm rich, bitch! I'm yeah. Rick James, bitch!" and everything. And like we wasn't really making a lot of money and at the time. Bill Burr was probably at the time. A thousand dollar week headliner, you know what I'm saying? And that's not God. saying that insulting. You know where he is no, now know. or anything. I know. But we all go through that, of course. But you knew whenever you saw Bill Burr perform, you knew this white boy about to blow. Yeah. All he had to do was position himself, and that's what he did. Yeah. So we were. We I said we can't do this, man. We can't not have money, and we're so popular. 
So I said, man, we should do a tour. I'm rich bitch tour. Nah. Mm-hmm. Um, who's uh? So my manager reached out to um, he's big time agent now. Um, he reps Bill now. Um, Berkowitz. Yeah. Yeah. So big Berkowitz was a a young agent at the time. So sure. we basically just walked one of the dopest tour into his office. Yeah. Rich bitch tour. We worked for a year. You, Charlie, and and Bill. At the time, Charlie Murphy had never did stand up. Yep. As tough as you think Charlie Murphy is, I used to always fuck with him. I'm like, yeah, you tough. You motherfucking all these tough ass gangster roles, but you turn into a bitch when you get a microphone in front of your face. <laughs> oh, shit. And he didn't want to be no bitch no more. So finally he went, took him to his, um, um, this is when Laugh Factory mm-hmm. went to New York. They tried to stint there, took him there to a black show. He went on stage for the first time. We got him up to 10 minutes. It was just me and Charlie was the draw. But I knew Bill Burr was fire. So I was like, instead of just having me and Charlie as a draw, we don't know who's going to be in the feature. Why don't we have somebody that was perfect? Bill Burr was on the show, and Bill Burr was an animal. Yeah. So it would be Charlie Murphy would go on and do 10, 15 minutes, and uh, Bill Burr do 20 to 25, 20 to 30. And you know what Bill Burr does to a stage. When oh. I tell people talking about how you get stronger, try uh, being on the road with Bill Burr for a year. Yeah, following that. You, you have no days off. Yeah. Anytime... I would, if I would have had even close to a mediocre set, the comment cards would come in. Yeah. The show was good, but I liked the white boy. Yeah, <laughs> you, know? Yeah. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's the reason why I can't work in hilarities right now because yeah. I had a bad set yeah. behind Bill and hilarities. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah. that'd be the realest shit I ever wrote. I'm like, why don't they like me? No, it's not that they don't like you, Donnell. They prefer Chick-fil-A sandwiches over Popeye's chicken. And I'd never work in hilarities again. But I, but it, but it, 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 every night it yeah, forced he's a me. Monster. He's a monster. Yeah. Every night. And then I'm telling you, Bill, Charlie, boom, Bill, wow. And then right when you're like, oh, I'm going. And I, every night I had to come in and fire it up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah, I know. Um, I remember I, uh, I actually, when, when Charlie, had ju- Charlie had just started doing stand-up, like a year, yeah. I won a contest to host a show, uh, to host the Real Men of Comedy tour. So it was him and Joe You Rogan. couldn't do that tour now. No. Was, that would be anything now. The real men economy would have dicks nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> I mean penis. I mean vaginas. Yes. I I'm so confused, son. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? There is no I thing as gender, Donnell. I don't know what a real man is no. anymore. No well, men and no women. You, We're non-binary. Real now. men have titties now, son. That's true. I'm old school, son. I'm sorry. You and I, because we were on the we were on the oddball tour and we both uh, are are two of we have two children non-specific gendered children that were born around well we, yeah. at the time you I'm have saying, two. Yeah. i have two now but yeah. our older non-gender children were born around the same time <laughs> oh i know his gender oh you do <laughs> yeah oh okay he doesn't have a right to choose right now okay okay no i mean <laughs> he can choose when he starts to do pay you, rent but, but do you <laughs> ask him but do you ask him every morning what what do you feel your gender is you're no, supposed I'm to ask not, no i'm gonna fucking ask that shit <laughs> you ask if you I'm can gonna, change diapers when there was diaper what? time consent. did you, did you, you get consent for consent. diaper changes i changed his diaper you didn't ask you for didn't consent ask. man fuck all that shit son <laughs> I'm not with that shit, son. I mean, I understand that we're wow. in a tough. I know we're in a tough Jeez. place right now. This shit, wow. you know what I'm saying? Okay. You know what? Nowadays, nowadays you can't even have proud moments of being a father that's raising a son. Nowadays, right? I had a moment the other day. My son, we were watching the, the Nickelodeon channel, mm-hmm. and a Barbie doll, a Barbie commercial came on. Right. And it was Barbie's Jeep or something. He was like, "Daddy, <laughs> I like that." I was, I was nervous. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I was like, but I didn't want to be too nervous because right. you can't be too nervous. For sure. He was like, "Daddy, I like that commercial." I was like, "What if I wanted to say, what the fuck you like that commercial for?" <laughs> but I couldn't say that. Right. So, <laughs> I, so I said, 
Yeah. <laughs> what is it that you like about that commercial? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My parenting is a whole yeah. different schedule, yeah. different deal. Now, I said, what is it you like about the commercial? He said, I like that Jeep. And I'm like, oh, it's pink, right? Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? And he said, I like that because I want to buy that Jeep for mommy. There you go. And he said, I said, why? He said, because it's Barbie and Barbies are for girls. Good. No, it's not good. I had to make sure there wasn't any surveillance, surveillance <laughs> no devices, or this is what this set up. Right. And I, and I was like, and he said, but Barbies are for girls. And I said, you goddamn right it is, son. <laughs> I grew up with Ken fuck Barbie. Ken didn't fuck Tony. Yes, right. right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And I'm open for a lot of things, whatever. But my son being gay is going to be like, it'll be harder for him to be a green beret than to be gay in my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm canceled. Oh, no. How could you say that, Donnell? So you mean you want your son to grow up to fuck pussy? No. Stop it. What does the world come to? Dude, that is, it's funny that like even. And I'm not, listen, I'm not bashing or anything. No, I know. I'm not bashing anything, but you can't take away the feeling a man has about raising son to be what he thinks that's supposed to be. Right. Things may happen where it change, it might alter and some stuff like that. And it's not gonna stop you from loving your kid. Of course. But I'm not. saying, but what 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 you thought, and the way you thought that is because where you grew up, where you grew up, but now the way things are changing, the thought process is totally different. Things yeah. are way more acceptable, and it's rightfully so. They're way more acceptable. I have an older brother that's gay, mm-hmm. right? And it's my my half brother on my father's so side. I hate to say that because I love him just like we're same mom saying dad. But like, I never, I, for years, I never knew he was gay. I just thought he liked it. Oh, I was, he saw somewhere all the way. I was like, oh, he got bitches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. He liked Barbie. Yeah. yeah, he did. But I didn't know that. I just thought that, oh, that was his trick to get the girls over. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. You want to get some young pussy, get a Barbie doll. No, <laughs> <laughs> so when he finally, my brother finally came, and we were adults. When he finally came out, told me that I was, I didn't really understand it at first because he was like, you see that guy over there? I was like, yeah. He said, that's your brother-in-law. But my father had so many kids from so different, many women. Yeah. I thought he was introducing me to, to another, another brother. Half brother. Yeah, I was like, man, I'm sick of this shit. It's over, bro. <laughs> I got I to cut off, dad. I'm sorry, man. How many did he have? Nine. Nine. Oh, my life. Yeah, I was like, I got to cut. I, I said, I got to you know, cut it off. And then I was like, it wasn't until I got home. And I was like, that's me. Rewind it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I said, my brother just told me he was gay. So yeah. I called my father. My father's a straight street dude. He was a heroin kingspin in DC, big time, big time dope dealer. Uh-huh. Not embarrassed about it in the black community. He reached the level of kingspin, which is respected yeah. in the hood, you know? But he was a really, with my street code guy and everything. So I called my dad, I was like, yo dad, I said, I think, um, I said, I think uh, I just found out my brother was gay. And my father said, yeah, man. <laughs> He said, I knew what he was up to. Like really? it's being up to something. Like up right? to, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, I knew what he was up to. And, but this is where I know things had changed. I'm talking about a street dude. This, he said, I know these, what he was up to. He said, I'm not really with that shit. But then he described my brother's boyfriend. And, and this is really big in the black community. The phrase, that's my nigga. Yeah. Or that when we use it in that context. Yeah. And my father never heard him say this about too many people, some notorious guy. He said, he said, I know he's up to, but he said, you know, I'm not going to say the name, whatever. But he said, he's a good nigga. He's a good dude. You know about saying? the boyfriend. About the boyfriend. So that was big to you. To that hear. was big to me yeah. because that just shows how we've evolved yeah. in our thoughts. And not the 
fact what my uh, brother connected to sexually or anything like yeah. that. Is bottom line is, is he a good person? Right. Is he a good person? And is he a good person to my son? And that's where I know things have changed. And as much as the LBGT community and everything, they complain about a lot of things and everything. But the the the, the, the where they're going, they're going in rapid speed. Mm-hmm. Rapid speed. They've affected change in a faster way than almost anybody in the civil rights movement have done. You think the movement is just faster? All, oh, way faster. You know, a black person does something fucked up. The black community is like, oh my God, he just set us back 400 years. Uh-huh. The gay community, if somebody do something fucked up, oh my God, he just set us back 48 hours. Right. <laughs> right. Maybe before we get a new representative, before we get a new dun-da-da-da, yeah. or before we get a new something to be upset about. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, here's it. It doesn't matter, gay, whatever. It's like you have good people and you have bad people on any spectrum. You know what I'm saying? It's good or bad. And yeah. you judge people about you judge people on their character, and that's it. Yeah. Who gives that's a fuck? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. That's true. Um, I want to show you uh, some TikToks real quick. Are you on TikTok? Now, this is when I feel old. Why? Because everybody's telling me about TikToks. Okay. So it's just yeah, an it's app really that's popping right now, right. and we collect some of the like some of the popular ones. And you can just weigh I'm in. Sorry, on what not you think. we. I well, yeah, curate. yeah. You curate, My husband but, doesn't. But you, I'm saying you know the ones that are really slamming. Yes, and I then, know. All right, so ones. here we go. You, yeah. And whatever you do, always give the wife the credit. I know. You are the. I can't and if you don't, she knew how to. She said, uh, 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 yeah. I found the TikTok. I found it. I, I, this is my true. function on the show. Um, all right, let's see what, what we find take here. That sorry, sorry, man. You don't even like TikTok. Let's move on, people. Put it out there. Yes, I am a recovering anorexic. Anorexia has got a million does followers. affect men too, not just women or gays. It's not a sexual thing or a gender thing. It's a human thing. For those boys and girls that are anorexic, please hang in there. I know it's hard, but... Are you into him or... I'm not into him, but he has the fattest face for anorexia I've ever seen in my fucking <laughs> life, man. I mean, we had a popular Fraser Spell show. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, but I don't know what it's about. It looks like he fucking uh, did squeegee in my, rindle, my, my, my windows in some state. <laughs> yeah. This, well, this is a... This isn't one this of the strongest This look like he ones. makes his own drugs. That he does. Yeah. He does look like When you look like this, Hello, you... everybody. Okay. Made, made, made it. I'm in trouble. I'm going yeah. down. My ship going down. That's a good help one. me. Anybody help me? Help me. Help me. My ship went down. <laughs> Tell my family I love you all. See you later. Bye. Oh, she's acting. What do you think? She looks like she dated a guy in the first video. <laughs> she said, "Mayday, Mayday." You know, mayday. you fucked up when a white, when a black person's using "Mayday" in a sentence. I only hear that on commercials. You ain't on the airplane. Airplane supposed "Mayday" supposed to be like you on a helicopter. For mayday, sure. Mayday, we're yeah. going down. <laughs> she was like, "Mayday, Mayday, Mayday." I just got a Chick Fil A sandwich, and it rivals a Popeyes chicken chicken For sandwich. Sure. Do you think the scariest white person is one with extensive facial tattoos, or no? That used to be the case. It used to be. Yeah, but not anymore. The scariest white dude is the clean cut dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because those are the dudes with the goddamn fucking AK 47s and shit. Oh, yeah. You have never seen a scruffy mass shooter. 100%. Right. They look like your neighbor. They, they look like I was just in Walmart with him the other day and whoa. Yeah. yeah. Had no idea. Yeah. So, yeah. Clean cut. All right. Yeah. Well, but white people just are scary, period. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that's a whole different level right there. So. <laughs> That is yeah. the white person that the average black thug is afraid of. 
Right? Really? You ain't start that white person, any white person, that white guy, any Russian dude. Black people scared of Russians. Too. Russians too. Russians Everybody really? Is, yeah. They just feel like yeah. Gangsters. It's just that voice. When guy said, it's just something about Terrifying. it. Terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes the next dead dumb bitch. Is that your hand on my boyfriend? She's pretty big. Wait. Guarantee you. I know this is really racist. Yeah, tell me. Yeah. She has interracial kids. You <laughs> I guarantee you if she drives a Honda Accord. <laughs> and the reason why I said it, because Theo Vaughn always tells me every white chick he knew that fucked black guys drove a Honda Accord. Yeah, I believe huh. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. She huh. looks like she drive a Honda Accord. And Her boyfriend takes the car in the morning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And he comes back, the tank is on empty, and his blunt shavings all in the back seat. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. What do you that's think of fucking, those? That's, a, that's, whoa, that's fucking a home run in, in, in South Dakota. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What do you yeah. think of those boobs? I mean, yeah. just you see them, but then you got to deal lot. with what comes under it. Yeah, yeah there's a, it's a lot. There's it's a lot. lot. Different smells. It's like sandwiches left over. The street, oh, you are done. This is a whole lane. Of, what's it called? They're called littles. People that like to pretend, pretend to, to be, be uh, right. infants. Right. It's really yeah. upsetting. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I don't need your opinion. Do what I. And then it's bad. Like they try to. They they're supposed to like lip sync correctly. Yeah. It's just upsetting. I don't yeah. know. I just wanted to get it out of my system. It's Hondo Accord again. Can I pick the ones? You're, you're picking the worst ones. I'm pretty sure she drives a Hondo Accord. All right. Uh, no. Oh, that's the, uh, having my lunch? Yeah. You want to, right. Today is National Chicken Wings So day. wait, 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 wait. Can we? I know I'm not going to tell show. Can we stop it? Yeah. Can we stop for a second? Sure. Sure. We're going to do another fried chicken store? <laughs> No, I'm just saying uh, that was in that was in production. Pre, that was in the meeting. Right. Yeah. Nobody scrambled like get more chicken stories. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go past this. Like, can we at least grill the chicken? That was look like Atlanta's lemon pepper chicken wings, bro. You like? But they I, look good. You like, like you like some kick in your chicken? I like lemon pepper chicken wings. Me too. Lemon yeah. pepper anything's yeah. great. What about lemon garlic? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'll take that garlic shit too. All right, what do you want to? What do you want to show them? This one. This there's no. this guy. Letters to page. No. Do you want this? No. This? You looking for something that's fried? No, she's like I don't know what she... That's more updates on this what is she's her? doing. Yeah. All right. Hello, everybody. I'm going to eat my dinner. My husband cooked spaghetti. So he gave me a break today. He cooked spaghetti because he knows you can't eat corn, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, is there a weight requirement to be on TikTok, man? You got any... <laughs> Skinny TikTokers? You need to weigh in on this guy and tell uh. us what's up. All right. So claim that I'm a false blood. Bitch, call me out and see if I'm a fucking false blood. You niggas don't work no wreck. Suwu, bitch ass niggas. All right. So why are people questioning his bloodness? So so what happens <laughs> is sometimes like all types of people are on TikTok and they put out it and he regularly will post videos just you know, uh, saying something blood related, right. and he's saying people are challenging the fact that he really is, you know, a blood. A blood. Yeah. Well, I just don't respect uh, social media gang members. Yeah. Oh, gang oh, members. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. So you, so you, I'm, you know, I'm a blood. Yeah. You like below if you want me to kill somebody. <laughs> like below. Subscribe to my jail channel right now, man. Dude, there's guys <laughs> fucking posting from About jail. About to be in prison. Yeah. Com, yo. We posted one. We had one last week of a guy from jail. Yeah, we did. That making, was really funny. Making TikTok. I just know the gangsters. I know they they they, they move in silence. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's always who you should be afraid. Um. 
Would you get Would you get down with a chick like this? I just love it when it rains outside. Makes me feel good. Makes me a little frisky too. Now you ask me that question at three o'clock yeah. in the morning off of some tequila shots. Yeah. It's a whole different question. Yeah. <laughs> well, she is a white lady, and you said you yeah, like white ladies. Yeah, but I'm just ladies. saying, it's just those, those front teeth. That's easy entry right there. Yeah, man. yeah. Sure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like finally getting that last piece of Lego. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit. You have a put. She got Lego teeth. Your boy, you got to pick him. Do we got to go? Wrap. What time is it? It's almost two fifty. You got to. You got to get going. I mean, you want to close? We got a couple of them. All I right, just right, damn. Right. I feel like I have a lot more to talk about, but I don't want to be late. Either. No, I mean well, I don't want you to be late either. Again. Yeah. Um. Oh, this is a good one. For so many years, I thought that there was something wrong with me. That I was the black sheep, and I needed to change my personality. And after a lot of time and consideration, I realized who I was. I'm a piece of shit. I mean, I, I mean, everyone loves mac and cheese, bro. Everyone, yeah. I feel like I, I love the creativity in that. Everyone loves mac and cheese. Yeah. I mean, kids love mac. I, my son, uh, I, I dressed him up as mac and cheese last year for Thanksgiving. Oh, Not good. for Thanksgiving, for Halloween. So I kind of. I know, love it. And my son, my older Every son. day, mac and what? cheese. Mac and cheese? Oh, no, if you go, what do you want for breakfast? He goes, mac and mac cheese. Mac and cheese. Yeah. All day, yeah. every day. I don't know what it is about mac and cheese. It's mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. And pupusa. My son is like a part of Salvadorian. So he loves, it's a traditional oh, yeah. dish called pupusa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know pupusa? Yep, but mm -hmm. it doesn't sound right. Because uh, like, it doesn't sound like when you're a four-year-old, you're trying to explain it to your four-year-old classmates. <laughs> yeah. I like pupusa. <laughs> yeah. It's like, whoa. What or it sounds like you're saying poo-poo. Yeah, yeah you like, like poo-poo. It's like, oh, here comes Austin with another caca joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all our kid talked about. A fart. Yo, my poo -poo. son, it's so funny because my son loves what I do. It's a really quick story. Yeah. So whenever I'm going out of town, he gets upset. He's like, Daddy, I want to go on the road and tell wokes with you. Yeah. You want to tell some wokes? I was like, I can't tell him you, you can't go on the road. I said, so do you have any wokes? Mm -hmm. He said, yeah. I said, what? What's your woke? He said, caca. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I'm not trying to call him a hack, but right. I heard that yeah. before. Right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, you got any more jokes? He said, yeah. <laughs> I like that, that was a second joke. Yeah. So and then I was like, I don't I'm know. in. I'm buying yeah, a ticket. So to I'm like, I don't know if you're ready. So I was in Montreal this year. And he came to visit me. So I'm on stage doing the um, doing the ethnic show, closing the ethnic show, and he's backstage. You can't see him. He's backstage behind the curtain. Mm -hmm. He could hear people laugh, laughing. They didn't know he was back there. He can see me. He hear people laughing. This I'm is so ripping. Cool. And like you know, for a dad, yeah. I'm over there like this. I'm showing off. Yeah. I'm like bringing everything. I said something. I said shit. And I said, oh, I'm sorry, I meant caca. <laughs> and my son looked at me like, did this motherfucker just steal my shit? <laughs> Yo, he looked at me like, I can't believe this damn motherfucker shit. stole my shit, right? And he looked back at his mom like, yo, this motherfucker's a thief. Yeah. So I brought him on stage. I was like, this is my son, Austin Roll. I picked him up. I said, I love you. I said, I love you too, daddy. He said, I love you too, daddy. Then I said, um, I said, um, you got any jokes? He said, yeah. I said, what? He said, and I'm looking at him like, motherfucker, you wrote caca. <laughs> like, you wrote caca. That's your shit, yeah. right? Literally and figuratively speaking, right? Yeah, yeah. And he looked me in my eyes as to say, I was going to do caca. <laughs> yeah, but since. But your unoriginal ass want to shoot my shit, so all you get is, you know? But he's uh... been on stage like five times. No, like 10 times. Really? Yeah. Damn. And he, he's, he, he goes on stage. The first time I brought him on stage, it's you know that's all everything is proud yeah so i brought him on stage and he didn't really have a lot of jokes he sung the paw patrol theme song yeah and so you know when you post certain shit i don't know if you do it certain shit you post you know you're like oh this is gonna be about ten thousand alls mm -hmm. yeah you know that's gonna be at least 500 
thumbs up, hearts, <gasps> tears, and everything. And my son was on stage for like a minute. And I'm all proud. People are like, yeah, he's the future, like father, like son. Hating ass Jeff Ross. <laughs> he comments and says, the kid has no timing. <gasps> <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. I went on a Twitter war with Jeff for a week. Did you really? Wow. I was like, Jeff Ross looked like he birthed Jeff Ross. <laughs> Yo, I went meme crazy on this motherfucker to finally, he said, okay, Donnie, you win. You win. I mean, I know he's a roast matter, but for a kid, and ever since then, I've been working on this time. My son just came on stage at the Greek Theater in front of 3,500 people. Damn. He performed in front of more people than the average comic I know have done. Of course. He don't have no joke. He got caca. Mm-hmm. And he, and he started singing Little Nas Old Town Road. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's all I need. It's my favorite so jam. Does, does he come out and like you you pick him up and he No, no bro. No? no. He is on the side of the stage. He wants to come out. Okay, at the Greek theater? Yeah. I had one of my friends, his son was there with us, right? <clears throat> and we was having dad night or whatever. The whole family came. He was like, <clears throat> "Well, you know, this is going to be good dad night. I'll watch the kids while you're on stage." I was like, "My son is he's not going to want to be in the green room. He wants to be on the side of the stage." He is look waiting for his cue. Yeah, mm. and you know, and it's, the thing is, I'm not forcing him into it, but it's something to be said about you loving the fact that your kid likes what you do. He knows what you do. Not to say he's going to be a comedian. Yeah, but you know, this is what I do. This is what we pay all our bills with, whatever. So the fact that he appreciates and can understand it, and he's not afraid of an audience. Yeah, does he have jokes? No. Does he have presence? Oh, yes. Four. Is he's a if he's a beautiful kid? Yeah. No, he's getting jokes though. Yeah. Guess what his new thing is? Get it? He was in the car the other day and he had a shovel. Like, he had a shovel mm-hmm. in his hand because when we go to the beach. And then he said, Daddy, I dig you. Get it? Ah, <laughs> dig that's, you? That's I clever, was like, that's Oh, you want, son. Yeah, that's clever. So that's the thing. Oh. But, you know, I, I love the fact that he knows what I do. We, we, we share some of, those, so, some of those experiences. And he. Thinks dad is funny. And that's at the end of the day. I want my fans to think I'm funny, everybody. But there's nothing like the thing that you give the most unconditional love for to love you the same way and appreciate what you do. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, do. man. That's awesome. Where can people, uh, do you have any upcoming dates, anything like that? Where am I? I'm doing uh, I'm doing Netflix Degenerate in um, Vegas. Nice. Oh, hey. September the 12th. I did the last one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you I'm, know I'm where you're filming? What venue you're going to do? Did I don't they know. Tell you I, yet? I mean, I do, but I don't have it. Yeah, yeah. Handy, okay, you know, okay. I'm excited about that. Um, uh, Donnie Rollins. I'm launching a website, not a website, hey. a, 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 a podcast. Yeah, Good for you. And I'm starting. It's tough for me because I'm starting from ground up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I had a, a, a YouTube page that had thousands and thousands of subscribers, and I got hacked, and it took down. It, they took it down, and now I'm starting. Like I literally have 292 <laughs> subscribers. Oh, yeah. but you know, I've talked to you. Yeah. Talk to Theo. I've talked to Brett. I've talked to these guys, and I talked to Joe Rogan. Everybody thinks it sounds like it's a pretty good idea. Dude, it's a great I'm idea. idea. But I'm just trying to, if anything, you know, I'm trying to push, not push, but have people subscribe. The channel is the Donnie Rollins Show. I don't even think I made it a, a custom URL. That's what I want to talk to you about. I haven't even made it a custom URL yet. We'll talk all about it. Yeah, we'll, I want to we'll, do it. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, but I want to. I want to do it because, you know, just like now, we just we just. Uh, Talk for fifty minutes and feel like it's been fifteen. So I want yeah, people man, to be able to do awesome. that. And nice? you're, you're a natural for back. this. You got to do Thank this. Um, and I hate the fact that they have a picture of you at Stand Up Live in Phoenix. You hate it? Yeah. Why? Because it's like you're a creep, bro. 
in that picture? Yeah, in the corner and shit, man. I didn't notice it for like an hour. And I was like, oh shit, this and motherfucker's it, all in my face. Lurking. And it looked like you were saying, Donnell, I have a chicken sandwich for you. <laughs> <laughs> but appreciate it. All right, he's the best. Check him out. Subscribe on YouTube, The Donnell Rawlings Show. The Donnell Rawlings Show. The Donnell yeah. Rawlings Show. Check yeah. it out. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'll, Thank uh, you, the Donnell. Uber's waiting. It's right outside. Fuck yeah, you over. and your car share. <laughs> you awesome. over. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow. How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Okay, big news, exciting announcement. November 7th, November 7th, I have added a late show at the Beacon Theater in New York City. That is also referred to as Manhattan. And I will be there for two shows on November 7th. Very excited. What else is going on this week? You'll probably try to get tickets uh, to the Late Show in Durham on Saturday uh, at the Durham Performing Arts Center. Early show is sold out. Very excited. Very thankful for that. Uh, A few tickets left in San Jose on the 18th. And very few left for Los Angeles, September 20th. And very many tickets available uh, September 22nd in Santa Barbara. So that's a thing. And then I'm off to El Paso, Tucson, Phoenix, and Denver. The Late Show in Denver has few tickets left. After that, Des Moines, Lincoln, Sioux City, 
Minneapolis and Fargo. Then I go on my European tour. Those are all at TomSegura.com slash tour. Also want to point out Ben Salem, uh, November 8th, also has an added show. And the uh, fourth show in Austin has uh, some tickets you can try to get. Also a second show in Columbus and Grand Rapids. Those are in December. You can get tickets now at TomSegura.com slash tour. Thank you very much, everyone, supporting the tour. Uh, Christina P is on the road. She'll be at Flappers uh, in Burbank September 12th. She will be in Las Vegas for that festival September 22nd, performing with Billie Eilish. She's let me know that many times. She'll also be in Zanies, at Zanies in Nashville. That is October 3 through 5. October 17th in Irvine, California. And then uh, scroll, scroll. Uh, oh, I can't see. Uh, November 22nd, Seattle. Uh, she's doing the Neptune. And the next day, she's doing the Aladdin in Portland, Oregon. That's Christina P. Online.com. Get tickets to see her. And that's it, I believe. Thank you guys very much. Uh, enjoy the rest of your show or your day or your life. All right, we're super excited. We're thrilled to welcome our next guest, who is a best selling author. An influencer to millions, a speaker, a real estate tens mogul, of millions, tens, tens of millions. millions. <laughs> it's Grant Cardone. Thank you very hey, much for, for dude, coming. It's so here good today. to be here, man. Big applause, big applause, big yes. applause, big applause, dude. There's all right. There's so I'm so excited. You know, normally we have comedians, we have musicians, we have actors that sit in here and we talk and we goof around. But I I think of people like you as um, I think you're like a drug, like a human drug, because oh, I love thank, what, what drug would I be? Well, you're, Ecstasy. You're, you're, you're winning. Oh, let's man, touch. Because I, I love, I feel like positive people are yeah. contagious. Yeah. And I feel like enthusiastic people are contagious. The kind of I, I don't think I'm either around. one of those, by the way. Oh, I think you're definitely oh, that, positive I, energy. I, oh, I am definitely not a positive person. Well, you really? might not think of yourself as like, definitely not. Go, no, no. But I think of, I think the energy you put off is positive in that it's like, do something. The message is going. positive. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. mean that I'm you're not like... a very positive person, though, just so you guys know. <laughs> okay. Let's just get honest. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Like somebody said, you know, Ryan Secco, that my pilot, right? Uh -huh. He's like, man, you're a positive person. I said, no, dude, I'm not positive. So like, what so motivates what you, you? How would you describe yourself? I, I, uh, I get things done. Okay. Like, that's what I do. Like, like I don't care what it takes. If I got to get grumpy to get there, if I got to, I'm really, you know, like I'm not very positive. I don't really believe in positive outcomes. Like I think that that the world is uh, tough, yeah, and hard, and that things don't go well. You know, when we were talking about comedy before yeah. the before the uh, before we started here, I was yeah. like, man, I bombed out. I know how hard it is when I'm walking through your hallway. Unbelievable what you guys have done the tens of years. How many years you've been doing this? We've been doing podcast 10 years. We've been doing stand-up 17, 18 Dude, years. Dude, it's crazy. Like yeah. he, Nobody has any idea what it takes to make it. Yeah. And so that's really my message. Like You can, and it's worth it. Success is like way better than failing. I've right. done both. Yeah. And success is easier than failing. Right. And I like that you say that, um, it, it, that it's simple. Failing but, is fucking hard. Yeah. Success is simple, right? Keep Success it simple. Success is simple, and, 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 it, and it's easier than failing because failing takes tremendous creativity. That's why so many comedians, so many brilliant comedians had so much failure before because right. they can relate to an audience, right? And, 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 
and it really it's just tough man but but failing's tough yeah how, how do i pay my bills how do i skip how do i look people in the face when i'm late on my rent i was late on my rent for uh two months out of three months for two years really on 275 a month oh my gosh 275 is nothing because i i love also everybody 275 dollars that's yeah Everybody loves hearing, you know, especially when you see somebody who is really successful and people imagine they're like, oh, your shit, you know, your life's easy now. Yeah, you're yeah, a millionaire. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah. But it's like you came from some bullshit background. Like you were you were what, hooked on. Were you on yeah, drugs? But, uh, really? I started out. good. I, I don't have a Kanye background. Not a Kanye, but I'm right? saying that I had a good been dad, to the bottom. A good mom. I, I don't have the excuses that some of these inner city kids have. Right. Um, my dad though died when I was 10. And so when, when you, when you don't have, when you're got a tremendous amount of energy at 10 years old, uh, and the, the, the guiding light kind of goes away, the dad, you know, uh, the, I, I just went bad. You know, I just went fucking, I, I grew up middle-class and went into poverty. Mm-hmm. So I had less money when I was 25 than when I was 10 years old. I had more money. My net worth at 10 was was like a hundred times higher than it was at 25. So, and then I ended up with a drug problem from 16 to 25. I was u- using drugs every day. What was your drug of choice? Whatever drug you had. Really? What you got? Everything. What, what, what you want? What you got the most <laughs> of? <laughs> so you're wired to be kind of this addictive personality. And yeah, definitely. Yeah. I definitely have this addictive. I think it's a gift. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you can channel it into something yeah. What you're doing. We're, productive. We're, I wouldn't say positive, so let's say productive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you can Yeah, because the positive thing, like what is it anyway? Right. Well, like, it's nobody really trusts it. It totally is. Right, because you can't be positive every day. There are mornings you wake up, there are mornings we wake up and your fucking dog dies. And guess yeah. what? You gotta go entertain how yeah. many people that night. You, you yeah. know what I mean? You have to do it, it no it matter, matter what. It don't yeah. matter. You know, and, and, and I got, you know, I hear these guys in my space in this motivational, yeah. quote unquote, educational space. You know, they're going to be like, okay, I do an ice plunge. Yeah. Right, well, fuck, dude. Like, I'm doing a business deal. Uh-huh. I don't have time for an ice plunge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, these gimmicks are so much bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go walk on 10 feet of coal. Okay, well, I, I, I'm getting ready to work a deal. I'm on the phone walking in here trying to do a deal right now. I don't have time. My dog died. My wife's got me and my wife are having an issue this morning. And I'm like, okay, I need to change my condition, my state. So I'm going to walk on 10 feet of coal. That means I got to go like create a firewalk. Like that's stupid. Like how can I do that in the real world? And that that's the thing about this motivational stuff that I think people know is a little bit. Some people got uh, charlatan. Some people got hurt on that firewalk last time. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mind getting hurt if I can apply it in my real life. Right, right. Like I don't mind getting hurt. Right. Right. I don't mind paying the price for suffering. But I don't I need things that I can use on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Like the psychedelics. I know people are looking for psychedelics to somehow open them up to some genius. That's great, man. But when I need, I need genius right in a deal. I'm trying to solve problems of life. I need money. Okay. I need yeah. solutions. I can't say, excuse me, world, hold on. 
I'm going to go have a mushroom experience. Yeah. See if I can be open to some intelligence. You wait for me until I'm done with it, my it's experience. It's not real. Yeah. I need so, some, yeah. So if it's not positivity that that should motivate people to get up and get off their asses and stop being losers, right? Because yeah. that is being a loser. If you're addicted to stuff, you're not paying your rent. How do you motivate people? Then what motivates you every day? And what would you tell people? I don't want to. I don't want to suffer every day. I don't mind suffering a little bit. Yeah, I don't want to suffer every day. I want to go where I want, do what I want. And, and, you know, I've been broke. I've been broke. And worse than being broke is just getting by, like having enough. Uh, yeah. Having enough to like, oh, I'm doing good, but I'm not really doing good. You know, that constant, like, I, I can't get ahead. How long were you in that place for? Oh, I was in that place uh, for from 25 to 45 years old. Really? Oh yeah. my life. That's a long time. 20, 20 years. You told me I had money, by the way. Right, you money. did, right? You had a I couple had, of... I had, you know, I was 35 years old, had a couple million dollars put away, but I still couldn't get ahead. And what does that mean? Cuz yeah, well, a lot of people that's I was confusing. scared all the time. I was scared. I'm still flying coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh I'm I'm I have one one person working for me. I have uh 400 people working for me now. So, but I wouldn't spend the money. Like I was terrified constantly. That's why I say never get advice from a millionaire because when a guy goes from broke to a millionaire, he, he now, scared now, money. Huh? He's scared. It's scared money. Yeah. It's bitch money. Yeah. So so it's like, <laughs> okay, I didn't have anything. Now I got a little bit. Now yeah. I'm a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Before this, I, I got this, this little this little this little uh, wristband says, "Don't be a little bitch." Right? It's yeah. like, d- d- never take advice from a millionaire. Yeah. And I'm telling I, I'm telling people from my own personal experience, like. When I didn't have any money, I was more courageous than when you when it, I had a million dollars. That is so yeah. true. Because now you have something to protect. I was like, you're so afraid of losing it. I did exactly what didn't get me the million. Right. I started protecting. So it. how do you switch that? How do you get out of that? Out of get fear. another million. Get another million. And then like, oh fuck, <laughs> I'm still broke. Now I'm a double little bitch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Now I'm terrified. Right. So what am I doing now? Uh, like, what do I do with my money? Oh. I'm going to start a retirement account and avoid the taxes on it. That was triple little bitch. Okay. Stupid. Fucking stupid. I should have been putting all that money in deals. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't. I should have been unloading constantly. But but I was brought up, you know, and this goes back to, hey, what makes you, what motivates you or what, you know, why, right? I, I had been trying to decodify. Like my dad, my dad worked his ass off. And when he died, he did good. My mom had to sell everything. Mm. And so I'm like, okay, that didn't work. But he was considered successful. The middle class successful. Briefcase, mm-hmm. good job, professional. People respected him. Saved his money. Had life insurance. House was paid for. Everything by the book. And she was unloading stuff the next week because she was terrified. And so from the age of 10 to like 16, 17 years old, fuck, we were just scared, dude. Mm. Clipping coupons. Buying everything on sale single mother everywhere she goes she knows they're going to rip her off the plumber the mm. roofer the car dealer everybody's going to rip her off right so she thought and that's that conservative mentality the, it's poverty consciousness it, it's, po- it, it, it's and and the amount of energy it yeah. takes into clipping coupon you see these tv yeah. shows the extreme couponers these people spend eight hours a day clipping coupons putting them in binders you think well you could be using that energy to, to thinking totally. of ways to generate more money to- totally, totally versus like oh we got a, the scarcity yeah, I got, save, I got, save I got your a- money save your money save for a rainy day yeah right. you know a penny saved is right yeah. a penny earned it's yeah. not it's a fucking penny yeah right it's a fucking penny 
Yeah. I mean, it's a penny, dude. Yes. You won't even pick a penny up today. You ain't shit with a penny. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, 50 cent? Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> That's 50 pennies, motherfucker. Yeah, 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 but yeah, see, yeah. I was raised in and that we poverty. We think he's broke. Yeah, I know. Oh, no. I was raised in that poverty consciousness, too, because my parents yeah. are from like a communist country, and my mother, yeah, we, we sat on the same couch for, my mother saved the couch we, I grew up on so that I could have it when I grew up. Oh. And like, by the time it had gotten to me, it had already molded. The rain had destroyed it. She's it was like, in the this garage. is now yours. Yeah, and I'm like, bitch, I want to buy a new couch. Like, yeah. Yeah, But yeah. I didn't learn to think like a successful per yeah. until Tom because his consciousness, his parents taught him how to think like a successful, like yeah, you can yeah, produce yeah. more. Yeah. You don't have to hoard what you have. Yeah. And I really learned just by when reading like Napoleon Hill yeah. and um, you know, guys like you watching you and, and Dan Pena, who I think is one of the most successful. Dan Pena's full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? Hanging out with what? losers. Wasting your time I love with people you. that mean Correct. to you. Okay. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. <laughs> oh That's God. one of your top, top three, it is. three oh pieces. God. Show me your friends and I'll <laughs> show you your future. You want to know why you're all fucked up? Oh Just look at the fucking bums you hang around with. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Dude. Oh. So, so this, this is why guy. you're fucking poor. This is this guy. Is he, he says he's I love a 50, you, Dan. fifty billion dollar guy. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. stupid. Yeah, is it? He ain't. He ain't. He ain't that's dumb. You can't go around saying you got fifty billion dollars. Like you don't think he does? Uh, no. Wow. No. Do you, have you ever met him? Yeah. Yeah, I have yeah. met him. What do you think? I'm just saying, like, the, the, you, you, you you don't go around telling the world you, you you're. I mean, if you got fifty billion. Yeah. You know, every, other people will say it about you. Right. Uh, uh, you know, uh, so so that's the first block, the problem I have. The first problem I have is, look, come fuck, you ain't got $50 billion, dude. Period. Yeah. A Rolls Royce, it, it doesn't make you worth $50 billion. $50 billion is a fucking massive number. We're talking, we're talking Bill Gates money now. Right. You know, right. we're talking extraordinary, unbelievable uh, like you're like a nation of wealth. Your, your country yeah. GDP. Yeah. You know, so, so, you know, I just have a problem with liars. Like, like, don't, don't, you know, I don't lie. I don't lie about my, uh, I got, I got uh, 6,000 apartments. It's worth $1.2 billion. I can blow, blow it out for a, a billion dollars today, mm -hmm. you know, but that's not 50 billion. <laughs> right, right, right. One right. billion is not 50 billion. Right. 50 billion is 1 billion 50 times. <laughs> yeah. Wait, but which, it, which means you'd have to do something 5,000 more times just to c accumulate that. Like, it, it's extreme. So I don't mind a little exaggeration, but 50 billion, dude. I, okay. Well, I, in Dan's defense, I think the, the, the $50 billion man, that, that title is because he has, I think, helped other people oh, earn okay. that maybe much money. So. I think so. that's it. I'm maybe, not sure that he so. claims. Yeah I, think, yeah, I think he's claiming. But don't yell at me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't want to be yelled. You don't well, like this is that why approach. You're you fucking poor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'll tell you why people are poor. People are poor because they're playing by a rule book that doesn't work, a playbook 100%. that doesn't work anymore. Yes. That's right. Wait, before we get even more into that, I want to get into the part where you said a moment ago yeah. that you're think you have your million, you're scared, you're two million. Do you have an epiphany? that takes you out of that yeah, or is it yeah. a slow kind of so, roll? 2010 was my epiphany. Really? That recently? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nine years ago, my whole life changed. Tell me. Uh, I had been doing like grinding out. I had, you know, I, I'd done, I had three companies. 
Uh, I had my main company, my speaking business. That's why I know so much about the speaking world being sure. such bullshit. Yeah. Uh, and the second business uh, was a partnership, a consulting business that I just got a royalty on. That was a good deal for me. And the third one was the real estate. I was just starting to accumulate a little bit of real estate. Buying apartments and yeah, stuff. Yeah, okay. but not, not big. Okay. Like, I had 600 units. That and sounds like a lot. Yeah. It did to, to me too. Big. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. but uh, 2010 came. Okay. The first, the speaking business, and nobody paying for me to speak in 2010. Half the country was laid off. Uh, the right. second business, consulting business, nobody wants a consultant in 2010. So that business got cut. The real estate, <clears throat> I didn't lose any real estate, but the banks that I owed money to went down. Mm. So, right. Uh, I'm watching Lehman collapse on TV. Is everybody remembers the guy walking yeah. out of the, the thing with the boxes? We're in Hollywood. We're, we're I'm living up there on Doheny, on the other side of the hill. Wait, you're living here? Yeah, I was living. I lived in LA for 20 years. I had no idea. Or, yeah. yeah. So my wife's. I'm watching the TV. I'm in Lionel Richie's old house. I'm overlooking <laughs> all everything sun, sunset. Like, I got it made, right? And, and, Lionel Richie's house. Yeah, I think fun. I'm the shit. I, Leonardo DiCaprio is my next door neighbor. <laughs> Dr. Dre lives in front of me. I see Eminem driving down there every day, okay. right? Like I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the best neighborhood in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, this 2010 thing happens, and I'm like, my wife is like, what? 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 what why? I went white. She's like, she's like, what, what? What's wrong? I said, we're about to die. We're going to die. She's like, what does all this mean? I said, we're going to fucking die. It's over. The end is coming. Okay. It's us and everybody. Okay. I can lose. We could lose everything. The bank that I owed 50 million to collapsed, went down. It, we, it lost. A new bank comes in. A new bank comes in and says, we need the 50 million. You have six weeks to pay it. Oh, (laughs) what? Okay. My other two businesses have been cut in half. I had the epiphany. Fuck. I wasn't thinking big enough. This is the problem with the middle class. Mm-hmm. When there's c- contractions, the people that pay the price are not the people in poverty. They already been paying the price. They pay the price every day. Hundreds of millions of people doing these big contractions are the ones where the, the money basically gets taken away. You get Everybody gets ripped off at the same time. And so, you, you follow what I'm saying? So, yeah. no. so Well, what happens is, Anybody with wealth, mm-hmm. you know, whatever wealth is, right? The millionaires, the, the guys with two or 300 grand put away, the people that played uh-huh, by uh-huh. the rules and did all the right things. The middle, the middle is where all this money gets re uh, distributed. Exactly. Mm. To the wealthiest of the wealthy. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about people now. I'm talking about companies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where, where, the, where the, okay, guys, we gave everybody. Yeah, everybody's been invi- you know enjoying this the circus long enough now. Take everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so so, I'm like I'm playing the wrong game here. I'm playing the middle class game. Middle class never wins. They're just ignored in this country. Oh, you guys are doing so good. You're doing so good. It's so much bullshit, dude. It's yeah. the bitch class. It shouldn't be the middle class. It's the bitch class. Okay, it's a bunch of white people and black people that made it and start acting like they're white. And that buying houses, <laughs> sending their kids off to fucking Harvard, all this bullshit. Yeah. Buying shit, borrowing money for colleges, uh, bu- buying houses, taking 30-year loans out for, for houses they don't need. 
What is your uh, putting money in retirement accounts for Wall Street? The only people that win in all this shit are the banks. The banks. So what should people like? What's your philosophy then on retirement? So what I did, yeah. what I did then, we sold the house. Okay. I dumped the house. Uh-huh. Uh, moved all my businesses out of California. So we we got to we got to we got to redo everything here. Okay. I've been comfortable in L.A. L.A. is like the 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 the, the this is a haven for just comfort. Mm-hmm. We're we're so good here. Okay. Nobody works here. They just complain. It is crazy when you see so many cars on the freeway at noon. You're like, aren't you fucking, does anyone have a job? What are you doing? Yeah. Oh, I'm writing a script in my mind. Right, right, yeah. A new joke I'm working on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> People here spend more time in their head. I'm yeah. so glad to be out of this town. Yeah. Fucking town. Where do you live now? Miami. Okay. Oh, I love Miami. Yeah, yeah. I love it. She just had an orgasm. She's, oh, oh it's because she's thinking of all the Puerto I Ricans love, walking around. Yeah, she I loves love Puerto Ricans. Yeah. Puerto Ricans. The chains. My wife does their dongs. You like them with crim- criminal records? Love them. <laughs> yeah. But I don't marry them. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I marry the good one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Tons, so many. While you're with Tom. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. She's sitting there. Yeah. Yep. Wait, so how much money is middle class? What do you call middle class? All right. Yeah, yeah. Because we were just saying, like, what you did. You're like, I sold sold the house. I got to get the fuck out of here, right? Well, so yeah. So you go to Miami? You well, I started thinking, oh, my God, I've been thinking wrong the whole time. 600 units isn't enough. I know everybody listening right now is saying, what, dude, what are you talking about? Yeah. You're thinking too small. Guys, they can take it all away from you. Right. It can all be taken away from you. Like, like the middle class in America is not doing good. If you look at the middle class... But nobody hears about them in the news. Because What's the poli- middle class? What's middle class income? Anybody that makes uh, forty thousand to probably two hundred fifty thousand a year. It's massive. If you work at Facebook in Silicon Valley and you make two fifty, you you can't pay your bills. New York, not up C- there. You can't. New York City, hundred ten thousand yeah. dollars is yeah. poverty. Is the poverty line? That's in New York City. It's bananas there. Yeah. But nobody talks about this. You never hear the Republicans or the Democrats talk about. It. They talk about minimum wage. Right. There's only like. Uh, four to six million people on minimum wage in America. It's the median wage. The guy making fifty eight thousand that lives in L.A. or seventy thousand that lives in L.A. You can't you can't live in this town for seventy grand. Your rent's nineteen hundred. Yeah. Car payments three hundred plus the insurance. It's just impossible, and nobody's having that conversation. Yeah, because people. I hate, by the way, that that one of the staples of uh, just decency of people having conversations is like don't talk about money or politics or religion yeah but the, the politics or religion thing i get yeah. that it, but it's like people don't talk about money yeah if someone's really successful like yourself can we take this go, picture down to this yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> uh, uh, dan i love you dude um people go people people are like someone's really successful they're like that's cool like don't you know don't, don't bring it up and yeah, don't yeah. talk to him about it. it's like yeah. you don't want to talk to the person that's actually done really well yeah and bring it up. and then a lot of times a successful person so just true. doesn't want to talk about that because like we they, were talking about because they it. don't want to get the hate they're yeah. like okay I, i'm not going to get the attention so i'm going to close the curtains right and when i was a kid i was because my dad died i was looking for somebody to like be an example like who can be an example because you know so the drug dealer was willing to be an example right you know, uh, the the kid down the street that wanted to destroy property. He wants to be an example. I'm like, I just was looking for somebody to somebody. be an example. Yeah, I'd have gone for anything. Yeah, and and uh, I just wish somebody Instagram and Facebook obviously weren't around then. 
Because now Mayweather could be my example. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, just beds of money and <laughs> hoes and... <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. That's not a good example either. So now, now you got so many examples now that you don't know what to believe in. And, and, and that's an issue as well. Right. Because a lot of this Instagram success is not really success. It's a lot, there's a lot oh, of bullshitters. Boy, yeah, that's bullshit. A lot yeah. of bullshit. I mean, you know, there's the... the there's, there's, I, I remember when I first discovered like the fake... Uh, Rolex account. Um, so there's people that put them on blast and yeah, they yeah. break down. And then that exists not just for watches, but basically there's people whose whole persona is bullshit. You know, like they're just they're putting up photos of things that yeah, it's there's not companies real. that you can go take photos in front of jets. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. It's nuts. oh, speaking of jets, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So for, for people sake. that don't know here, you are a uh, jet owner. Um, last, I, I think it was a year ago. You sold your previous jet, and yeah. you bought uh, what is it? A, a, a G five fifty? Yeah, or? yeah, Gulfstream five fifty. Uh, Gulfstream five fifty. Two thousand seventeen. Yeah, and man, oh, I love. She, I mean, oh, we watched the jet show on TV, and uh, well, look, about she's been giving me. Jet show? There's, there's, a, a show. there's a show called Selling Jets. It's totally oh. manufactured nonsense, oh. but but, but we it gives like you to watch it yeah. to see what's out there. Yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah, she's yeah. also been kind of a hater on my desire <laughs> to get a she's jet. She's never had sex in a jet. Dude, 50, 51,000 feet. Dude, it's like. He's right about that. It's crazy. He's right about okay, that. But also. Everything lasts longer. Okay. <laughs> that, I need that. Now, <laughs> will you. Tell, I mean, you have said, I've seen interviews, I've seen clips with you talking about how even the jet affected your business life. You feel oh, my like, God. Like, what was I thinking this whole time? <laughs> like, your audience is going to be like, this is disgusting. <laughs> this is great. This guy. Because they are, they keep encouraging me to get the jet. Well, you should get one. Yeah. You guys should get matching jets. There oh, you go. Oh, that would be fantastic. So, Grant, so put us on game, man. On it. Check it out. I Tell can us. help you out. Okay. All right. Check it out. So, so I'm 45. I guess I was 45 years old, maybe even 48. And I had flown 3 million miles. Yeah. Delta United. Oh, yeah. You are 3 million miles. 3 million Not a mil miles. Because a million miler gets you the diamond status. Oh, no. On I was Delta. a 3 million miler. <laughs> And but that's nothing to brag about, by the way. Right. Like, oh, I got my upgrade. Yeah. OK. I was so miserable every time I went to the airport. I hated myself. Oh, it's the fucking worst. The, the security. And then you have to take and the, it's an illusion. It's all an illusion of safety. It's not even real. Mr. Cardone, you got upgraded. I'm like, oh, fuck. I oh. get some hot nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> love those hot nuts. <laughs> fucking love those hot nuts. Oh, we don't have hot nuts tonight. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Five hours. Okay. I was <sighs> waiting four hours on both sides just to get out. I'm yeah. like, what am I doing? I was already financially successful, but I was still playing like I wasn't. So here's a guy with money and with success, and I can't, I hate myself. I hate how I'm traveling. I hate how I'm moving around. Because again, I was still, I was still trapped by this middle class save your money thing. Mm -hmm. Save for what? I what am I saving it for? Drop dead tomorrow. And while I'm saving, I'm making myself miserable every day, so I'm unhappy. I'm not even using money for what it should be used for. It's no good if it's not used. Like this, but this is how it's brought up, right? So my wife said to me, who is probably 50% of the genius of my life, uh, she says, Grant, why, why, why don't you just buy a jet? I'm like, that's fucking stupid, Elena. Mm -hmm. Like, do you know what it costs? Do you know what it takes to buy a jet? I, I can't even believe you say that. Like, come on, God damn it. Right. Right. She's yeah. an actress. 
So I'm I'm kind of ha- like, what the fuck? You reading a script right now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's yeah. stupid, man. It fucking takes money, right? Yeah. I had never researched what it takes. I, I love never... the way you're talking, by the way. Why? Because it. it just feels good. I would. I like to talk like this to her too. I know. I feel like this is how real people talk. Like yeah. that's why people... I was so hostile about it because I'm like, I got to yeah. go get the money to buy this jet. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, you know, the woman always works her way in to the to the brain, right? Yeah. And, 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 and I'm like puppeteering. Yeah. I wonder what it takes. And I started researching, right? And uh, we bought a Gulfstream 200, mm-hmm. which is a really ugly jet. Uh-huh. But but I was so happy when I bought that jet. I'm sure you were. Yeah, we but we paid time. for that. I paid for that jet in six months. Wow! How? It was eight deals? million dollars. Okay. Bigger deals. Everything got bigger. Everything got bigger. Everything got faster. I could go. I, I, I did five cities in one day. In one day, I visited five customers in five cities in three states. I'm like, fuck! This is going to be sick. Yeah. We went through that jet in two years or a year and a half, and then I bought that Gulfstream 550 for a tax write-off. <laughs> so it was, like, uh, let's see, into 2017, it was December 13th, and my accountant said, we got a big problem this year. I mean, the business just went vertical with the purchase of the first jet. It went crazy. We moved to Miami. I started thinking different. I shedded this middle-class idea, this millionaire next door. Mm-hmm. Worst book, that book, they should take that book off of every bookshelf and burn them. <laughs> it has fucking trapped more people than any book. Uh-huh. You know, save your car. Don't go to Starbucks. You'll be rich one day. Yeah, yeah it's a nonsense. So fucking stupid. Nonsense. Buy a used truck. Never buy a new. Oh, please. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. You know, who, who's the guy that says, uh, no, Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey says, you know, uh, buying a car is, nobody should buy a car. Nobody should take a, lo- a loan on a car. Uh, dude, do you live in L.A.? Yeah, like, you need a car. Yeah, probably need one. So I started shedding all those ideas. I'm like, I'm throwing all that shit away. December 13th, my accountant says, man, you got a serious issue. This is the biggest problem you've ever had, right? I'm like, what can we do about it? You owe this much money. I said, what can we do about it? Nothing. I said, fuck you, dude. There's always something. We live in America. That's yeah. right. Dude, this is America. Okay? And, and he's like, Grant, there's nothing. I hung up on him. I said, guys, let's give the money away. I could give the money away. This is a, a huge tax bill, essentially, that you have to pay, huge. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I could give the money away. Okay. Okay. We could, we could, we could buy advertising on the internet. Let's just dump, dump, just shit on the internet. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, I could buy a jet, man. Maybe I'd buy a jet, man. I called him back. I said, hey, what if I bought a jet? Well, that'd be ridiculous. Well, you never take advice from an accountant. No. They're stupid. Yeah. They're stupid people. They charge, you know, 100 bucks an hour. <laughs> Wait, I, I don't understand your logic, though. So you buy a jet to pay. Well, well no, because I it's said, either... hey, dude, if I buy this jet. Oh, you can make more money. If I buy this jet, if I buy this jet, can I write off my entire tax bill? He's like, actually, that would work. Oh, see. <laughs> but he, he's like, but Grant, it's stupid to do that. I said, fuck you. I hung uh, up. Yeah. Stupid is paying the IR and the motherfucking S. Right. <laughs> I hate those people. Yeah. Right. You know, the one thing that pulls all Americans together is we all hate the IRS. Everyone hates yes. the IRS. Yeah. Everybody. Like, yeah. you want to win people over, I hate the IRS. Yeah. Let's get a chant going. <laughs> yeah, true. And, and uh, so I called up Gulfstream, and I said, hey, I want to buy a jet from you. We don't have anything for two years. I said, two years? Dude, I got a problem this week. <laughs> I got to do this before the end of the year. I got 13 days left to consummate a deal. They said, Grant, we don't, we don't, we don't keep jets to sell to people we we build them 
you got an 18, at least 18 months. As soon as I can get you oh, a jet, it's 18 God. months. I said, okay, hung up the phone. I, I have this belief that you can always do something about something. Yeah. There, there's got to always be a always solution. Always So I called my, my, my bookkeeper, and I said, hey, I want you to write a check for this much money and send it to Gulfstream. Just wire the money. She's like, I, got, I said, I got their wiring, the, D, the wiring account. I said, wire, wire the money. Well, how do you know this is the amount? I don't know that this is the amount. Just send it. It was big, dude. Just like imagine, <laughs> yeah, millions of dollars. Like, like more than mil- millions. Yeah. Like these, okay. these jets are fifty million. Bucks. Right. So right. yeah. So I said, just wire it. Well, Grant, how do you know they're going to deliver? Just wire it. Fuck it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see, see what happens. It's right. a great story. No matter yeah. what, it's a yeah. great story, right? Okay. Uh, I called the guy back. I said, "Hey, bro, I just, I just sent you guys a little gift at Gulfstream. Now, the jet I bought." That th- those are typically reserved <laughs> reserved for like Amazon, right? And fucking Coca Cola. Like I've gotten heat online for buying that jet. They're like, "Who does this shit?" Yeah, not a guy, not an individual, right? Car- Grant Cardone's lost his mind, and he's about to go bankrupt now. Yeah, blah blah blah. So the guy called Rick calls me back and says, "Wow, wow, that's serious." <laughs> Let me see if I can find you a jet. <laughs> sure enough. Isn't that right, interesting? Right away. Bam. Bam. Isn't that interesting? It's, you know, it's funny thing, man. We have one in the back room. <laughs> you know, I didn't check the back. We, got we can deliver jet. this to you. Yeah. We, you know, so anyway, that, that's the story of the jet. That's and, crazy. And that thing has been, we, 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 here, here's the, no, what nobody knows. I've already outgrown that jet. Really? I need a bigger jet already. <laughs> I love the way you think. Well, can I tell you something about the he way you think? He should get a jet. At least get him uh, he a jet. He will. He will. Okay. It, it's happening. But the okay. what I love about you is that you're expressing, this is a very human need. We were talking about this on the way in because we we're talking about you in the car and, and what we're going to talk about with you. And humans always want to evolve and do the bigger, better thing. And I think the perception of wealthy people sometimes in this country and the way I was raised is that wealthy people are bad. Yeah. People who want Bigger, better things are evil. Greedy. Oh, they're just right. Never satisfied. That's right, because if you grew up in the Judeo-Christian world, well, not yeah. the Jews, they love money, right, Nadav? But, but the, the Christians... Christmas. <laughs> but, but, but growing up Christian, so people they would say, take off and spend money. That's right, but they say the meek shall inherit the earth. Yeah, that's right. And you should be giving... Uh, rich people are bad. That's yeah, what you're yeah. taught, and it's yeah. a bullshit it's bullshit. The Why would you hum- want to fucking be poor? The whole it humility sucks. thing. You know, be humble. Yes. The, all these guys it's are like, wrong. oh, I never want to talk about it. You know, God has blessed me. Oh, Dude, please. God's blessed everybody, bro. Yeah. The problem is too many people are broke. Yeah. Like, I know so many church-going people that are broke. Like, I'm like, hey, bro, you, you got the humility thing figured out, like, fucking perfectly. Right. How about go to work? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's Sunday. Yeah, but you took two days off this week. Like you have misread your Bible. God only took off one day. Right. He created everything and took one day off. You don't do shit and take two days a week off. <laughs> and think you're entitled to more than that. Right. You work 40 hours and bitch about it. Mm-hmm. He worked six days without sleeping, created the butterflies, moon, Jupiter, fucking rivers, streams, mm-hmm. lakes, ponds, fucking uh dew drops and shit ice yeah. right uh everything. everything and then said fuck it i'm gonna take off sunday right right but what, what what do people do like so they misunderstand what what people say about that man well there's the, 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 the saying about the rich the camel the a rich man has 
I know less I likelihood of making it in to heaven, heaven than, 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 a, than, a, than, a, than a, something through the eye of a needle. <sighs> right. Yes, yes. You yes. guys can fix it out. Okay? They know yeah, you. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But it doesn't say it's impossible. Right. Right? right. It doesn't say it's impossible. It's just less likely, heaven. man. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I know some poor people that ain't going to heaven. Well, that's For the sure. thing that that there are shitty poor people too. Yeah, aren't there? yeah, exactly. There are shitty poor people, and there are I've been shitty, one of them. Yeah, and there are shitty rich people. And I'm a better stuff. rich person than I am a poor person. Well, yeah, because yeah, you're happier, and you're creating jobs for yeah, other people, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're you're producing stuff. Yeah, and I hate this idea that rich people are inherently bad, and that's yeah. this, that's what I was fed growing up. And that the meek and the humble are the righteous ones, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, bullshit. Yeah. That Joel Osteen, that motherfucker's got some jets too. He and got he's, a bunch of jets. You got a bunch. Of, you think Dude, he feels Jesus bad about that? If Jesus was here right now, he would have a fleet of Gulf Streams. Right. <laughs> have 25 <laughs> million followers on Instagram. He'd right? ha- 25. Oh, yeah. He, he'd be all over Instagram stories. Oh, yeah. Hey, look at my sandals. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see paid partnership. Yeah. By yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Jehovah yeah. Witnesses. He would totally yes. be in. Wait, yeah. so yeah. if you're outgrowing the That's 550, yeah, yeah. what are you going to get next? Maybe a BBJ. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> we did we did nine countries, dude. dude yeah. What a face he's got. Huh? Yeah. I mean, you got such a happy face. Yeah, I'm right? So, I'm, I love this shit, man. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. But but, but look, it's a look, total look, transformation in thinking. It's a total yeah. transformation in thinking. Yeah. You How did you, you transformed when you left LA. Yeah. You went to Miami. Dude, I had you, three employees. When I left when I left seven years ago. Now what did your wife think like what did I your called wife my think? wife up and I said, Hey, first of all, when they started changing the taxes here. Yeah. They went from ten to thirteen point mm-hmm. three. Yeah. I said, Hey, we gotta leave now, okay? So it's time to leave. Okay. I'm not gonna keep taking it in the ass. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it once or twice, but <laughs> yeah. come on. Yeah. I can't make a fucking ritual of this. Yeah. Right? As long because as long as you sit here and just take it, they're just gonna keep giving it to you. Sure. I said it won't just be the taxes. She's like, Oh, it's it's not a big deal. I said it's a thirty percent increase in our tax bill 30 percent it's not a little little increase right you guys all took it like it was nothing it was like an extra three inches yeah yeah it's like yeah. i yeah. can take seven i can't take ten <laughs> <laughs> it's too much now. yeah right okay yeah i don't know maybe you understand she's never seen ten not in the butt she's never seen wherever you got to take ten is yeah. too much it's yeah. definitely yeah, yeah. so <laughs> tom knows so <laughs> i've seen 10 i've seen 12 now so so wait so is she like does she go is she no resistant? no I, she's like whatever you say she okay. knows I'm going to do the right thing when it comes to that. She's all on board. We have no clue where we're going to go. We sell the house. We put the house on the market. We, we uh, get, a, get an offer on the house. We sell the house. Uh, completely different story, but we don't, we don't know where we're going. I, all I know is I'm going somewhere. And, and we had two kids at the time, and we're just going to drag them around with us. So I had a speaking gig in Miami one day. We, we looked at Austin. We looked at Houston. We looked at... Uh, Nashville. Uh, Nashville. Yep. We looked at Vegas. Mm-hmm. We looked at everything where it was zero. The, uh, yeah, zero, yeah. And uh, I was doing a speaking gig. I completely... You looked everywhere where it was zero state yeah. income tax. Yeah. Yeah. Just exactly. so people aren't... Yeah. 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 And uh, I had a speaking gig in Miami. Never even considered Miami. I was driving across the causeway there. I called Elaine and said, we're moving to Miami. This is the place. I love I've it. I've been there 15 minutes. What did you see? What really? did you love about it? I the love water. the ocean. Yeah. yeah. The water. yeah. It's gorgeous. Warm. She had never been there. Oh. She's, She's like, whatever been. you say, let's roll. Wow. Do the kids love it now and everything? We, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we're traveling. Most of the time, we're not yeah. even, we're in the plane. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
You know? Love it. We did nine countries in 34 days. Jesus. It's awesome. Wait, I want to ask you some yeah. little tidbits I've picked up on just following you. Yeah. And like, have you tell me your thought on it. Okay. Okay. And you mentioned briefly earlier, retirement account. You think, it's, is it bullshit? Completely bullshit. Don't no. waste your time with Dan that. Dan Pena would say the same, actually. Yeah, he, he would. Me, me and Dan thing. actually have a lot in common. Yeah. I, I, I push on these guys, but uh, absolutely complete bullshit. It's for Wall Street. It's like my mama used to tell me, she, when you go to Vegas, she's like, look, if they offer you something here, just say no to it. Mm -hmm. Everything they offer you in Vegas is bad for you. Right. Why is it bullshit? Why? Because it's not, it's, I mean, here, imagine this. Give me your money. I'll take care of it for the next 30 years. Yeah. And I'm going to give you a little tax benefit for leaving it with me. It's a, it's a. So what should people do? Just keep people cash should, under the mattress? No, people should, should, should not save money at all. Saving money's a scam. That's what Dan Pena says too. How funny. What do you, I swear to God, he said this. Like, saying. man, I don't know. I no, love Dan. No, I'm you're serious. a cunt, Brian, not me. <laughs> I love Dan Pena too. <laughs> I love both of you. Can I love both of you? Can I love both of you? man. I just, I like his style. Okay. Someone's got to defend Dan. Can we, not here. can we focus on our guest? Yeah, so, sorry, Grant. Um, I love you, too. Can I love both of you? Sure, all right. Yeah, sure, all right. Listen, anyways, Grant, what should you do with your money? Well, well, like saving money in a bank account is ridiculous. The only people that benefit yeah. is the bank. So wait, yeah. what do you do with the money, then? You, 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 you use money. First thing people should invest in is themselves. Like, you, you know. Best thing is people hear that and they go, what does that mean, though? What do I do with the money? Go to, go to workshops, go to seminars, go to whatever you're good at, whatever you're doing. You're yeah. an astronaut, invest in yourself. If you're an athlete, invest in yourself. Don't spend money on belts. Yeah. And looking good. Like, invest in your craft. You're a comedian, invest in your craft. And that means investing in your skills, a uh, 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 coach, uh, uh, whatever, whatever, podcasts. Yeah. Whatever needs to get you known, right? And right. then, and then also in in your branding and your marketing, like people have to know you, no matter how good you are. If I don't know you, it doesn't matter. Right. So you got to get out there. Yeah. How did you, how did you guys run into me? How did I run into you? Yeah. Instagram. How'd you find out about me? Instagram? Good. I invested a lot of money making sure that people see that Instagram account, right? Right. So our energy, money and energy. Right. So uh, invest in yourself first to become great at whatever you're doing. Number two, start investing in your business. If, that, if you hadn't done that already. And the third thing is start investing in things that will pay you every month. So you buy, you buy a flow of income. Which is like what you're so big on rental properties, That's why I'm right? so big on rental properties. Now, do you have, are you completely against, and I don't know, yeah. are you against uh, the stock market in general? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I think the stock market is part of, part of more of the same program. Yeah. If it doesn't pay me every month, why, why would I want to invest in it? But that? what about like, you know, stocks that pay dividends? And yeah, music? they pay every quarter. So that's just not enough. I want to. I want. I want to be paid every month. Yeah, you know, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna invest. Personally, don't want to invest in companies like most of the companies today. Fifty years ago, the stock market was a great place to be in my mind. Mm -hmm. Today, it's like these companies. Their life, their shelf life is so short now with technology coming on. It's like seven or eight years. These companies coming in, boom, they're disappearing. I mean, some of the great companies of the world disappearing today. So you're going to have more and more of that. Now, I've always been reluctant. I feel like people are... And, and I think it's a lot of speculation going on there. Like, yeah, I just don't spec... I don't want to lose money. I, I, I read Warren Buffett. He says, look, don't lose money. Number two rule, don't lose money. Yeah. 
I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to these companies. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I don't know what technology is coming on. But th this is more that I was about to say is that like for me, I, I, another Warren Buffett thing is you only invest in businesses that you understand. So he yeah. never he never buys into any. If he's like if you explain him the business, he's like I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't yeah. do it. Yeah. So for me, I've, I came up in a, a a household where like it was all about Wall Street, right? So that to me is normal. Yeah. I've always known of people doing real estate. Obviously, it's like it's it's you know it's out there. Everyone knows that yeah. people do that. But it's always been to me like a scary kind of thing where I'm like, hey, I don't know where to go. I don't yeah. know what to get. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah. So I've always been hesitant yeah. to buy uh, a, a investment property. Yeah, you know, do you advise? It's so simple though. It's so simple. Like like I hear what you're saying. Yeah. But, but uh, you know, uh, we buy all we buy is things that produce income. Mm -hmm. So. I don't buy anything but rental properties people, where people live in them. Like I buy no retail, no sh uh, shop, uh, shopping centers. Uh, I don't buy bank bank buildings where Wells Fargo is and yeah. they're paying a rent because I don't think Wells Fargo is going to have a bunch of banks in the future. Uh huh. Like, there's no way that that's like a blockbuster. And what? Do you, how do you target a, a good... like? Like I'm driving through this neighborhood right here. I'm uh -huh. like, oh, there's there's 200 units right there. I can buy those. I wouldn't buy anything in California. Because you don't actually own the property here anymore. You don't? No, because the, the state can, oh, your right. property tax is too much, your income tax is too much, and most importantly, the tenant, you can never get the tenant out here. That's right. right. They yes. are, so you don't own you the can't property. Evict yeah, you right. can't evict anybody. Yeah. If you can't evict anybody, you don't you own fucked. the property. I would yeah. never, I sold everything I had here. You did. I would yeah. never own anything here. I wouldn't own New York. New York just passed a bill. You can't raise the rent there. So a guy two months ago bought a piece of property in New York City. This is going to happen here, too. It's already ha started to happen. Yeah. He bought, he bought a piece of property in New York City. He says, I'm going to come back in and spend $25 million to fix this and raise the rents. Mm -hmm. Nope. Two months later, he already bought it. He right. already closed on it. Yeah. He already told everybody what he's going to do. They're like, you can't raise the rents. He's stuck. That, that piece of property will go back to the bank. Right. He will lose the property. Banks have already called me and said, hey, get ready. Yeah. So... We only buy properties. We don't build. Mm -hmm. It's very specific. We only buy properties that are 90% occupied or better that we get a check the next month. And we only buy in warm states. Interesting. Where there's a tax benefit and positive job growth. Only warm states, though. Yeah. So you, you don't, don't you won't buy in one. Boise? No. Okay. Why is that? Because they're going to leave Boise sooner or later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nobody's going to stay in Boise. We got 58. <laughs> you got 80, 80, million, 80 million baby boomers that are going to get old. Yeah. When you're old, you don't stay in the cold. Right. Yeah. And you got millennials that are just going to go where the jobs are, and that's not where the jobs are. So you got, you got My, 150 million people for the first time in, in, in the United States that will be renters as a choice, not because they want to, not because they have to, but because they want to to be mobile right old people older people the baby boomers do not they've already owned a home uh -huh. you guys own a home yes yeah. well you know it's not a dream right you've already you've already broken that one you're like okay that, that's not everything it was made out to be right do you think it's so because i've heard you say is it kind of it's bullshit to buy a house ter terrible investment really terrible. why is that because you're stuck in one place you know, and, 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 and houses actually have only done like 1% for the last 35 years. So 1% a year when adjusted for inflation. Do you rent houses? I rent, I rent where I live. Wow. 
Yeah. And but then you but then you buy these rental properties and those the, generate the, the, your income. Then what I do is I I buy I, I have all my money. I have no money. I would never have equity in something that doesn't produce cash. Your house doesn't pay you. That right. makes it a bad investment. This would blow people's minds though. I think like it probably is in the moment that you are a wealthy guy and you rent where you live. Yeah. Like you, that hearing that is, my jet makes me more money than a house will. Right. Because it can get me places. Right. I, Nobody goes to your house to do a deal. Mm -hmm. Well, you're right. And plus, the, the deal with the house is that you're hoping when you, re, when you sell it, yeah. that's when you'll recoup or you'll make your profit. But that isn't always necessarily the case. That money would be better in your business. Wow. Right. You have, more, you have yeah. more equity. You guys have more equity <laughs> in your house than you do in your the brand, your business, your yeah. expansion. Right. And the, 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 who, who's really making the money on that? The bank. The bank, yeah. the bank is the one. They make 6% a year. You're lucky to make 6% in the whole transaction. Right. So they made 6% when you bought it. The seller paid for that. That, that was passed on to you. 6% mm -hmm. when you sell it. That's 12%. 2.3% 2, 2 every year to the state. So if you own the house for 20 years, that's 40%, 44%. Okay. The bank made 5 or 6% every year. So 20 years times 5%, that's 100%. So you'd have to make like 160% to break even for 20 years. So you're getting fucked when you buy a house, basically. And the worst thing is you were stuck there the whole time when you didn't want to be. Right. You wanted to move somewhere you know, so else. So how much equity you got in your house right now? Uh, know, like half a million. Sell, half it. A Sell it right now. <laughs> Sell, Sell it. it. Grab your half a million. Go rent someplace and pay too much in rent. You guys should do it because because the, the, the wheels are going to fall off this economy and you're not going to be able to sell that house. That's another problem. The yeah. resale. Yeah. Good luck. Five million, five million people in America are still underwater from 2010. Yeah. Jesus. Man. Underwater. Nobody tells you about that shit. But it feels crazy to go. I'm going to rent a house. Dude, it's so good to rent. Really? Because well, you don't have to pay for the fucking the water heater breaks. You call the landlord. You call a guy. Hey, yeah. fix this shit. Come son. over here. You yeah. deal with it. You deal with it. I okay? know. That was kind of the blend but benefit. Your dog goes out, pisses on the grass, yeah. and burns yeah. it. Yeah. Gives you know? a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's some funny shit right yeah, there. Right? Yeah. I woke up the other, the other morning. I was at uh, uh, we're we're in Ocean Beach in in our uh, Miami Beach, and there was a storm that came through and blew all the furniture into the swimming pool. Mm -hmm. I went out on my deck, saw that. I'm like, <laughs> that's some funny shit. <laughs> Yo, that's not I, my I just clean it. I don't have to call anybody. Yeah. I know. That's, listen, when Dude, we were freedom. broke and living in a back house in Redondo, I would say, we always have, I wish we buy a house. I go, no, this is the best. Some oh. shit breaks down, call the fucking landlord. Not my problem. Not my now problem. Now it's always my problem. The kid exactly. flushed a fucking car down the toilet. That's a $1,500 problem. It's yeah. Now it's my fucking exactly. problem. Yeah, I know, man. I, but, but I didn't see, buy people, it. People think it's so wrong to rent because we were all taught that. Because yeah, that's not what I'm saying. Yours. I'm conditioned. They say it's, it's not yours now. Own it. It's, it's not, not mine now. It's the banks. I know. But it, then, in the idea being, in 20, 30 years, now it's yours. Yeah. So now, when you're old, you own this yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Now, when you're old and you don't want to be there anymore, and you don't want to fucking like that, live there. It's like that damn couch. Damn it. Yeah, right. it's the couch. It's the couch on steroids. You're right. And who wants the fucking couch? Nobody in 30 years, wants the couch. You got to redo the roof. You got to redo the pool. There's cracks in the fucking wall. And, and if I know. real estate is a good idea, God damn if people it. believe that real, one house is a good idea, what's 6,000 of them like? Yeah. Right. Because that's what I own. I own 6,000 little houses. Mm -hmm. There aren't houses. They're, they're, they're apartments, right? So yeah. that, that people pay for every month. Okay. There's no, de there's no limitation on the deduction of the, of the interest. 
Like you have a you have an interest cap. You can't write off more than seven hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of debt. Mm-hmm. I can write off. There is no limitation. Uh-huh. I could have seven billion dollars worth of interest and write it all off. I love it. <laughs> Wait, let me ask you this. My stepdad. He's dead now, but he made a fortune doing what you're doing with yeah, the rental yeah. properties. But he would only buy lower income people's yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. Is that what you do, or no, do you rent? No, to I don't. Middle? I don't. I don't buy any of the lower income stuff. Okay, you do what? Middle townhomes. I don't want to be involved with the government. That's what he did. He would yeah. HUD Section would because HUD Section would pay. Yeah, HUD, That's what he HUD said. HUD will always pay, so yeah, I'll yeah, go buy the yeah, lower. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. No, no, I'm buying. I'm buying. I'm buying properties you guys would live in. Yeah. Okay. You'd be like, shit. I love this place. Yeah. And, but what about the up? Well, we'll ask you once. Uh, yeah, but you have management companies yeah, 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 and they collect rent and do yeah, all that shit yeah. for you. Okay. So, so wait. Call, call, yeah. We, we, yeah, go ahead. So no, your, your advice, though, is sell your house, <laughs> rent a place. Invest in you. And invest in rental take properties. Take all your money. Uh-huh. You take all your, all your other money and either buy, do it yourself. I wouldn't do that if I were you guys because you're right here. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. touch anything here. Yeah. Or find somebody that you can partner with that's doing kind of what I'm doing. In uh. It, in those types of states so. in places where it's going to be good for the next 10 or 15 or 20 years so would that be like texas texas florida tennessee uh georgia um anything warm their jobs are moving down there it's positive migration yep you need people to rent well especially if the economy takes a dump again it will there's more renters exactly. then you're definitely not going to be buying houses no, they're, they're, they're going to need rent they're going to rent yeah yeah Interesting. And so the people out there that go, look, man, all I want to know is Grant, tell me, how can I get rich, man? What, what, what should I do? Like, is, is there a, I know it's, you know, I don't know if that's a simple question, a complicated question. Yeah. I think, I I think I I love that you're asking that question, right? But, but I think most people are not, most people are asking like, yeah, but is he happy? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> They're trying to. <laughs> you look fucking happy to me. Yeah, you look happy to shit yeah. to me. <laughs> Thank well, because you guys see it like that. But I think your audience is like, yeah, but yeah, guys probably got a fucking problem. You know, everybody's got a fucking problem. Well, yeah, the poor yeah. guy's got a fucking problem. Everyone's got a fucking. Problem. I know, but I'm just. You may as well be yeah. rich and have a problem. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, I'm, I'm like. <laughs> yeah. Somebody asked me, "Hey, does money make you happy?" I'm like, Dude, yeah. I, I was never trying to be happy. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Happy's never been on my fucking list. <laughs> uh, you guys want to be happy? Fuck, good, good, good for you. Fuck. Yeah. I, 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 happy's just some fucking dumb idea. Because I'm not interested in being happy. I want choices. You yes. give me choices. Freedom. I want freedom. Yeah. Fuck a happy. Yeah. I want choices. Give me choices. When I don't have choices, I'm never happy. I think, but it's not human that's, suffering is not having options. Exactly, but that's the and money uh, helps that. The yeah. big, the but, big thing that people don't understand about wealth is that wealth is actually not about things. It's it, about no. options. Yeah, it's about yeah, choices. Yeah, and that's it's freedom. Yeah, you yeah. can do so many more things because you have the wealth. And, and that's why I don't want the house. Mm-hmm. I don't want Dan Pena's castle. Yeah. Because if you have a castle, you have to go back and live in it. Oh, and the upkeep on the damn ca- heating the damn castle. Yeah, but but you know what I'm saying. I don't yeah. want like I don't want a vacation house. If I have one vacation house in Aspen, yeah, I'm going to be inclined to go back to Aspen. I don't want to go to Aspen. I want to go wherever I want to go. Yeah, and not be oh, it makes sense for me to go back there. So, what was your question? Oh, how do you get rich? You got to yeah. make a decision first. Number one, you have to make a decision, dude. I want to get rich. The better decision was I want to get super rich, uh-huh. like super rich, meaning <laughs> I can't fuck this up. 
Yeah. That, that's what, when I was 50 years old, I'm like, I want to get to where I can't fuck it up and to where they can't take it from me. Yeah. Because they I can already, take it from you when you have a, you dude, know, a little bit. you got a couple yeah. million dollars. Yeah. yeah. There's one car wreck. Mm-hmm. Either you, you, you're hurt or, 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 or you hurt somebody. One car wreck can take it all away. Yeah. You know, one dumb lawsuit can take everything away. You know, so I've been audited by the IRS four times. Really? Okay, one every one of them. I paid one fine of twenty five hundred dollars for some bullshit that they that we missed. Right. Uh, but they were going after more than twenty five hundred. For sure. So yeah. Three since we left California. One of them all. So those those kind of things cost money. You don't plan on it. You don't budget it. You don't get prepared for it. So I'd say, hey, look, get make a decision to get super rich. Number two, you got to get rid of all this couch thinking. Right. Yeah. Everything that's trapping you to normal, you have to undo. You've got to fun- somehow figure out how to unbrainwash yourself. Save your money. Look for a good deal. Buy low, sell high. Mm-hmm. It's all bullshit. You know, it's not what the wealthy are doing. Okay, the third thing I'd tell you to do is study the institutions. Don't study people. Mm. Study the institutions. I, I don't study people. I study... I study Blackstone. Yeah. I study the big companies. What they're doing. The Googles, the Amazons. What are they doing? Okay, what are the Google boys doing? Are they buying houses? No, they're buying companies, man. Mm-hmm. What does Warren do? Warren doesn't invest in the stock market. It's what he, he says it's good for you to do it. Warren Buffett buys cash flow producing companies. Every company he's ever invested in, they all produce cash flow. And he takes major positions. He doesn't take little positions. No, he huge. Doesn't buy, he doesn't invest in mutual funds and ETFs. He tells you it's good to do it. Right. But what Warren tells you to do and what he does is two different things. So that's what I do. I study what guys are doing or companies are doing. You know, Coca-Cola, I was in, I was in Brazil and I saw Coca-Cola on the shelf in Brazil. And I'm like, fuck, what was I thinking? Why am I not in Brazil? Coca-Cola is on every shelf. They're everywhere. I'm yeah. like, I got to get everywhere. So those are the three things. So you're taking the Grant Cardone brand everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So wait, are the three things again? Well, th- make a decision mm-hmm. to get super rich. Mm-hmm. Number two is, um, what was number two, guys? I know. Did you write it down I'm, I'm like, there? I'm just I listening. I know. Uh, you guys didn't write it down? God damn no, it. No, sorry. <laughs> well, not see, even committed. They're not trying to get super rich. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe you guys know. Maybe, maybe the listener knows. They know. They Sell know. your house? No. <laughs> no, you have to invest in yourself. I think. No, you no, no. That. It was getting super. Uh, somewhere you got to strip away all the all, all, all the garbage. That, you know. Yeah. That, that you can't. Everybody can do it. By the way, if yeah. I can do it, everybody can do it. Yeah. I am proof that everybody can do it. I was broke when I was twenty-five. I was in debt. I was had a drug problem. I couldn't make my rent at two seventy-five a month. And I was selling automobiles. Mm-hmm. Lost six jobs, and was fired from the car dealership six times. Fuck! They kept hiring you. I just wouldn't <laughs> leave. <laughs> I just sell something. Yeah. Well, and what's interesting about you too, Grant, and, and especially this gesture of sending the check to the jet company. Yeah, yeah. Just see what they're gonna do. Yeah. I had this wonderful boss and mentor, and he told me his name was Kevin O'Donnell. He said, Christina, sometimes you have to not be afraid to impose your will 
on yeah. others. Yeah. And I took that negatively back then. But it's not, it doesn't have to be negative. It just has to be in the mindset of like, no, 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 this shit's going to happen. It's just a matter of how. Yeah, exactly. How is this going to happen? Exactly. Not how and when, not if. Just just but taking see, ownership the, the and idea, being like, it's going to happen. The idea that you're going to impose yourself, like so many people are like making excuses for that, saying I can't, the rules are... You the know. rules are. Yeah. That's the biggest that's the killer. Because you're taught to be a docile student, sit in the desk when the bell rings, get up and go, and now go sit in this cubicle, and you sit here from nine to five. And that and that's the oh, thank you. Did I earn one? Yes, you did. I'm so excited. Right, right but that's they they train you from day one train to be, be a docile body. Yeah. Little bit. Yes, <laughs> training you, and and they have the courage to say fuck this. Why am I working in this cubicle to make that guy? A multi-millionaire and how much am i making but you should be willing to make other people millionaires okay you can't get rich without making other people rich yeah right so you guys that are out there like i'm not making the, i'm not making other people rich anymore you have to make other people rich you can't right because it's a symbiotic you need you want there's tears of shit yeah yeah, yeah 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 thank you for my bracelet i'm very yeah, excited yeah. To wear you it. earned that thanks wow yeah. don't be a little bitch champions dominate it's true yeah yeah because you're a fucking winner yeah i'm a fucking winner bro yeah yeah I want to be a winner, man. Yeah, me too. You know, I think Being I a loser to my family sucks. To be a winner. I think that that's another thing that you see in like in the. Uh, it's not always articulated, but that really successful people are actually really competitive people, and that they, you know, they're like if you had if you were six eight, you know, two thirty, you'd be imposing your will on the court. Or, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you're, you're in business, it's that same competitive well, drive. Well, the thing about business and money, yeah. you know, my career lasts a lot longer than a ball fuck. Yeah, it does. Yeah. A lot longer. A lot longer. Um, Into right. my 90s. Yeah, for sure, man. I got a good 20 left, for sure. So your advice to us, though, I, I like. I want your advice. Keep doing what we're doing. Oh, yeah, Keep, definitely. But look, you got to get the, that, 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 that money that you got in your home. You need yeah. to get it. Get, get the it. fuck out of there. And you need to reinvest in your brand so everybody knows about you guys. So yeah. you're not getting, you're getting 4 million views on your videos. Yeah. You, could, you can make that happen. Yeah. You just got to pay gotta pay to make sure people see it like if, if i don't know you guys i can't admire you right and if i don't know you i can't you you need to give people the option the the the, the option to hate your guts what well, right and right. you say that on your videos is promote yeah. promote promote you say yeah, that's yeah. why i do these videos with the jets said blah 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 just to get people Dude, the like, eyeballs like, I, I, you know I and you embrace check. the haters embrace the haters i love the haters yeah, yeah. i love my haters you know God damn, ain't nobody better for me than a hater. Like, if you give me somebody that loves me and somebody hates me, I'll take the hater all day long. Why? Fucking haters are the best. <laughs> How come? <laughs> well, because, number one, they, they fuel me. Mm -hmm. They give me something admiration doesn't give me. You know, they give me challenge. They give me opposition. They give me, like, something to bump up against, right? They give me obstacles are good. They're not bad. Like, yeah. the obstacle gives me creativity. It gives me... right. It's like a spark, it's, man. I agree. And I think what's what's lacking in today's weenie culture is the we're not giving kids the opportunity to fail. And not, not everybody's a goddamn winner. Not yeah, everybody yeah. should be getting the trophy. It's the guy that wins the race or the girl who wins yeah, the yeah. race that gets the fucking trophy. Yeah, yeah. And the weenie culture today is that we're all special. We're all fucking snow. No, we're yeah, not. Yeah. And you yeah. need to work to be special and good. Yeah. You know? No, that. but I like that about you. I like what you're preaching to people because it's old school, right? Oh, yeah, my kids, baby. I tell my kids, I'm like, dude, you guys, you know, you could do more than what I've done or you can do less than what I've done. But like, 
just because you're here don't mean like you're going to do great shit. Yeah. yeah. So what were we saying? Uh, what is wrong with us today? I don't know. Three of us. You started early, man. God, I didn't know you pool? asked me something. That I did. Was good, dude. Was I said, I said, uh, what's your advice to us? And you said, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So build your brand, yeah. promote, yeah. promote, get, make get sure your, everybody knows who the fuck money. you are. Promote and then yeah. get haters, man. You get haters. Get the haters. haters. Yes, and don't block them either. Right. Let them hate. Celebrate them. Let them hate. I'm like, man, you're right. I love you, bro. Yeah, yeah. I love you. Sometimes I just punch them in the face. People hate on shit like i did this pull-up video <laughs> yesterday uh -huh. it got like three hundred thousand views you never know what people are gonna look at right, right. three hundred thousand views because i'm doing pull-ups i saw that back man you fucking blood on it. It. and people are like oh you're on the juice you're on this i'm like bitch i did 16 fucking pull-ups yeah. in that video and 30 before that punk <laughs> so sometimes i just punch them back and let the audience go at it right, right. Like, sure like like yeah. i don't always ignore it and i never almost never block them right because it's energy. Yeah. Uh, and it's also telling me what people want to see. So you thrive off of it, man. Well, well, it's good for you. Yeah. It's part of it's part of being on this planet. It's gravity, right? Yeah. yeah. And and then yeah, promote, promote, promote. And you can't promote too much. It's just impossible. Well, but, that's how Coca-Cola is still around. Exactly. Cuz yeah. they they spend a lot of the money on advertising, right? To yeah. be in Brazil and to be Yeah. Sorry. So promote, promote. And, and what else and, would you and, suggest? And then and then just be everywhere. Like it goes back to our upbringing, though. Don't don't toot your own horn. Be seen and not heard. It's all oh. what our parents taught us. It's all bullshit. Bullshit. To be, to be in the middle. Yeah. Yes. To be in the middle. Don't stand out. Don't stand out. Don't be exceptional. Don't brag. Like, right. Why, why, why shouldn't I brag? I'm bragging, and Deion Sanders hits me. Mm -hmm. you, you saw the rapper video I did. No, I didn't see that one. Uh, it's me in a big truck. It's one of these oversized trucks. And I'm like, hey, there's a message to all the rappers and the ball players because we were targeting, promoting directly to them. Yeah. Hey, you guys quit wasting your fucking money on watches and bullshit, okay? Yeah, I got the paddock. I got it. But let me tell you how I got it. Well, the next day, man, I just started getting hammered with check marks from Instagram. Yeah. Ball players, NBA, NFL, like everybody we wanted, rappers. Yep. Top of the food chain rappers. Yeah. Start hitting me. Hey, man, I need to meet with you. <laughs> see? But see, people are afraid of being, of sticking out, I, of I, having their friends talk about, and Gary yeah, Vaynerchuk yeah, talks yeah, about this yeah, a lot. Yeah. You have to not give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. or, because I, I don't think it's true that pe people are ever going to be there. Right. I think people do give a fuck. Yeah. Yes. I think give a fuck and understand that you need to push through that anyway. Push through it. Right. That's really the key component. That's 100% true. Trust me, Gary cares. Yeah. Well, everybody cares yeah, everybody on some cares. level. Everybody human. cares. Yeah, I do. I, 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 want, I want everybody to like me. Of course. I, you know, but they won't. And to accept that fact, that reality, that not everybody will. Yeah. And and then move on despite and, that. Yeah. And most of the time, these haters, these haters are not really even talking about you or me. No, boo boo. They're talking about themselves. Yeah. Hundred. And a lot of times, also the ones that like says like the the wildest. The he likes you. Yes. He just doesn't know how to. And they never have a yeah. picture on their avatar. No, I know. No. Yeah, <laughs> just anonymous little motherfuckers. Yeah, like, I know. I don't even have a picture. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm so lazy. And yeah. most, they're not really talking about us though. They're talking yeah. about what they haven't done. Of course. Mm -hmm. Like, like the whole jet thing. Like Cardone, not you know what? Why, why is he showing off a jet? They're just asking themselves why they don't own one. Right. Which is back to what I need to do. I Dude, need you to get need, what are you gonna buy? Jet. What are you gonna buy? Show well, him your gold I, chain I, first I, of I think, all. I, think, I got him the gold chain for his fortieth. Well, okay, but uh, so first of all, you're forty. 
Yeah, I just turned Dude, you 40. You look awesome. Dude. Thanks, bro. Really? Yeah. Um, he wow. looks 50 at least, wow. right? The fuck, he's always looked older, but I like that. He's a, he's a so so. I was thinking that, like, you know, I got to start. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go to a G550, man. I'm not Grant Cardone, but I'm yeah, I'm yeah. saying like to start maybe like a Citation Latitude or something, yeah, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. And Where some, you, what's your mission going to be? It's called a mission. It's a mission. My mission is, you know, <laughs> no, the mission is the flight. Oh, how, oh, how long is the flight? How long is the flight? I need to be able to do cross country, man. Yeah. Okay. So you so, need like a you need at least a Hawker 800. Okay. Yeah. Probably. And look, it doesn't have to be... Dude, but you could buy like a little Gulfstream. You could buy a little Gulfstream 4 for probably three or four million bucks. Okay. All right. That's what's But you and believe that's... in owning the jet? No. Oh, shit. No, it depends on how much you're going to use it. I mean, I've, I'm doing 200 plus shows this year. So oh, wow. I do, I'm doing a lot of shows. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of flights, man. Well, yeah. Those, most of those trips aren't going to be across country, though. No, They're no, no. Bang, no, bang, bang, bang. Exactly. Yeah. And then the nice thing is that last show ends, bam, home. I like that. I like that. I like that. Sex shit. on the way home. Too. That's what I'm talking with about. Who? With fucking girls. I'm home with the kids. I know, but there's with other himself. girls. God there's damn it. chicks on the road. <laughs> well, he looks at girls with his. You know what internet costs on a, on a jet? Yes. How much? Hundred thousand dollars. Well, that's to put it on. Yeah. That's not. That's oh, not. Oh, oh. That's not the Wi-Fi charge. What? How much is the Wi-Fi charge? <laughs> I do like probably twenty grand a month. Really? Yeah. Whether you use it or not. <laughs> so crazy. It's all right. Why that's why you should just do the net jet thing. I'll get like a, okay, like a charter kind of Yeah, card. I mean, you know, I couldn't do that because yeah. I'm too cheap. What do you mean? Because I can't write a check every time I want to fly someplace. If I did that, I'd be like, I'm going to fly American. Oh. Two grand to fly American is 50000 to fly to fly to New York. You know, same trip. You know, I'm like, oh, I can't do it. So I bought the jet so I didn't have to make a decision. It's oh, I got you. It's sitting out there Burbank right now screaming at me. Come on, man. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. I'm going down in value today. Use me before I'm zero. Got you. So I'm just too cheap to write a check every time to make decisions over and over again. Right. So I just did it one time, got it over with. That makes sense to me, though. You know, like if I went to jail, I'd be like, get it over with, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, let's get this out of the way, okay? I'm going to get on all fours. Let's get going. Yeah, yeah. Let's get it over yeah, with, yeah. okay? Whatever I got to do. Christy, you know. I love it. So, oh, whoa. The chain on. What do you think Whoa, that's that? a lot of chain, dog. Do you invest in jewelry? You yeah. love, I know. I've mean, got a nice Patek Philippe. Oh, you know what that is. <laughs> Fucking for yeah, sure. Yes. Wow. Of course. But you see, I only bought this watch out yeah. of passive income. I only buy luxury shit. Stupid shit yeah. out of money I didn't have to work for. Right. I like that. That looks good on you, dude. Thanks, dog. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, so you're looking, you're looking, you're looking real. <sighs> you know what I mean? Um, no, this is a this all is all gangster, right there. Yeah. I'll see, I'll get your your boy back on screen. <laughs> and hold on, I got I got one for you. Who else you Has got? Has anyone ever said, <clears throat> "Fuck you, Dan Pena"? I'm walking out the door. No, I've thrown a couple out, but nobody's ever said that. No, no I take that back. One, uh, one uh, Romanian walked out the door because he said I was making fun of him, calling him a gypsy, a Roma. <laughs> <laughs> but then when we came back in the afternoon, he was sitting in the library. And See, I thought, I th I thought just, you left. He yeah. says, no, Before no, no, you again, were right. Like, so right. I'll be the first if I walk. Yeah, yeah, if you walk. Like, you'll be the, I like you. There'll be plenty yeah. of cunts here, but you may be the first cunt to walk out. <laughs> We like all the language. And everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's fun. Yeah. But, you know, these, and, and I referenced this earlier, like I spent from the age of probably 32 to 45 just doing stages. And I felt like such a fraud. Really? I was doing stages so much I wasn't doing my business. So I was giving people business advice. But, right. But wasn't building my own business. 
and I felt like a fraud. The last five or six years of it, I was just like, dude, you're just a damn. That's what I have a problem with these guys that are spending so much time on stages mm-hmm. and, and not really building businesses. Right. They're inspiring other people, but not necessarily like, I'm like, walking Tell me about your business. Out. Yeah. Oh, right. I got two employees. Well, that's not a business. You know, so n- n- now I've corrected all that so that now I go speak when I want to. And, you know, and that's good. But every what we're doing is running a company and have other people doing well as, as a result of it. Like you guys have people here. You're paying. Right. Yeah. You know, it's a big responsibility. It's a huge responsibility. Yeah. 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 Well, they get free lunch and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one other thing, because we didn't bring it up. Um, I just voluntarily I've seen it. Uh, Cardone Capital. Yeah. So people can actually, I think, invest yeah. and let you, let the money that they invest with you do the investment into properties, right? Yeah. Cardone Capital. We, yeah. we uh, my wife and one of my one of my top guys at our company said, "Hey, you need to open this up to other people." So we had let my brother, my sister, mother in law, handful of co- really good customers and friends, wealthy friends, invest with me, and they kept saying, "Grant, you need to open this up to the public." Guys like you, when I'm talking to you guys, and say, yeah. "Don't invest here." Yeah, you're you're doing 200 gigs around the. How are you going to buy real estate in yeah. Savannah, Georgia, when you're out doing comedy? Yeah. So <clears throat> we opened Cardone Capital. We've raised 220 million dollars in 20 months. Fuck. 10 million, 10 million a month. That's crazy. Using Instagram and Facebook, and then that capital. That capital now buys. Well, what I do is I buy the real estate with my money. Right. So I'm not using your money to buy the real estate. I buy it, and then I open the fund up and say, hey, I bought this. We're already cash flowing. Mm-hmm. I love this property. We think it's going to do X. We think your return will be probably 2X on mm-hmm. the way out. So if you give me a million dollars, you're gonna next time you see that money, it's probably going to be $2 million, mm-hmm. and it's going to pay you 120 grand a year or 6% while you wait, and then it's going to double. Does yeah? Does it does an investment get you a monthly check? Gets you a check every month. That's what's not up. every quarter, right? Because I hate the every quarter thing. Yeah, I think you should be paid every month. It makes you feel good too. Yeah, I'm sure. And uh, you don't have to do any of the work. You don't have to do the management. You don't have to find the deals. You don't buy the deals. I buy the deals. I fund the deals. I sign on the debt, mm-hmm. not you. And then you come in at the same cost basis I went in at, and then we start distributing checks every month. If I distribute myself man. a check, you get a check, and then at the but you don't you don't get the you don't get to decide when we sell it, right? So I could either do the deal with Blackstone or I could do it with my Instagram fans. Yeah, that's so cool. I'm like you right. know what I think these people are nicer. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather do business with you guys than do business with. Well, shit, I want to get some card on capital, man. What the hell? It's the best deal in the world, bro. Yeah, so and you get all the write offs, same write offs I get, you get. You hear that, guys? What do they need to, to get in? Cardonecapital.com. <laughs> Cardonecapital.com. You hear that, Nadav? Okay. Non-accredited is five it. grand minimum. Uh, accredited, you guys would be accredited, mm-hmm. is a minimum of 100. So we penalize the wealthy people. I got you. Oh. If you got a gold chain, you got to put it on. <laughs> we take chains. We take Bitcoin. We take almost anything. I'm in. Jokes. I'm in, man. Jokes. I'll do it. All right. I'm going to do it. Get that jet, man. Um. Any uh, for people uh, to follow you, they follow. Tell, tell us, give us the Wherever. full. Wherever. But it's all. But I'm saying it's all. Grant it's Cardone. all Grant Cardone. Yeah, it's Grant Cardone. Uh, book. 
I know there's been books before. Eight books. Eight books. Uh, there's 13 best-selling business programs. Cardone Universities, our online platforms, 50 million people on it. And you're doing also live events. You're on stage. Yeah, we do. Our, we do we're do. we doing a live event in Vegas. Where's that going to be? stupid, dude. Where's the talent's going to be fucking ridiculous. So what happens at the event? Because when you, like, so. Well, we did 35,000 people. We, I, I, we walked into Marlin Stadium. Uh-huh. And I asked. The, the, guy, the guy showing us the place. I said, How many, what's the most number of people that have ever been here? 27,000 people. I said, who, who was it? Joe, your buddy, Joel Osteen. Mm. I said, Joel put 27,000 in here? He's like, yeah. I said, I'll take it. I'll take the place. I said, get it ready for at least fucking that many. It's <laughs> 7,000 This more. is the competitive thing, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So fuck Joel. Yeah. yeah. Fuck Joel Osteen coming yeah. to my town. Yeah. And filling this place up. Yeah. We put 34,000 people in there for three days. Super Bowl weekend. Shit. He's like, what weekend you want to do, Grant? What, what's your date? I said, Super Bowl weekend. He's like, why'd you pick that weekend? I said, because I know you're available. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Grant, nobody does Super Bowl weekend. I said, well, fuck you. Yeah. Joel don't. I do. <laughs> Joel and Jesus can't fill this place for <laughs> Super Bowl weekend. But Grant motherfucking caught on. So can. wait, but the, an event, when you're saying there's... So 34,000 people. But 34,000 showed up on Super Bowl weekend. But does that mean, though, that like, like music act kicks Friday, it off? Saturday, Sunday, I flew into the stadium. Yeah. I dropped in on yeah. a... Yeah. Uh, again. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that was my opening act. Okay, and then we had... Uh, we just do business all weekend. Business ideas. Business. So that's what expansion. you're doing up there. You're talking. You're, Three days about how to expand your business. How to 10x your business. It's called the 10x Growth yeah, Conference. Yeah. 54 countries were represented there. Wow. <clears throat> Snoop Dogg showed up. We didn't even announce Snoop Dogg. Okay. Snoop Dogg was never in any of the commercials. Snoop, Snoop comes on stage. He's like, hey, he's all fucked up. I mean, yeah. scorched. <laughs> We drive him up on a, in a Cullinan, a Rolls What's Royce up, Cullinan. Man. He's yeah. in the back seat. I got a little smoke machine going. Yeah, he's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so, so he pops out of the car. He, I had to kick the car door open for him because he couldn't fucking find the door. He's so fucked. Okay, he's like, "Hey man, don't play any, don't do any pyros, man. The pyros scare me." Okay, I'm like, "You fucking, you torch up seven times a day." I know. And you're worried fire? about fire, right? Hilarious. So we get off stage. He's like, "Hey dude, who are you, man?" I said, what do you mean? He's like, who are you, man? How you put 35,000 people in a stadium for three days on Super Bowl weekend? It's, the best part is that he showed up and he was like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> After the event. Right, right. right. Yeah. But he already had his bag. Yeah, right, right. He right. got the bag. So. Yeah. Anyway, that's what the event is. So we, 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 it's m more like a business conference than a concert. But I'm going to go through real quick before we let you go. The ten time expansion for this business. We should get. We should get you though. We should get you to be like a, 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 a the MC. An MC. I'll, do, I'll, event, I'll MC. Your, awesome. I would MC your event anytime, man. Yeah. yeah. But I want to. So I'm going to do this. We're going to sell our house. Yep. Yeah. Um, we're going to start investing in the promotion of this show. Yeah. The comedy stuff more. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting a jet. Yeah, yeah. And um, she's gonna she's gonna chain. have sex with you on the jet. We're Fuck yeah. F on the plane. That's that's flight one. That's <laughs> flight zero zero yeah. one. And uh, that couch. <laughs> it's ours though. We can do what we want. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, it's it's all over that, that plane. Yeah. Let me say it's called a divan. Uh, it's not divan? a couch. It's, yeah, oh, it's hilarious. A oh, on a jet? Yeah, it's called a divan. A divan. Okay. And, and, they're expensive to stay. They are. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Everything's everything's like 
15x but how do we get right. the, the pilot they can we can seal him off so he can't see bring it back with you yeah autopilot say let's fucking three-way this come shit. on man let's do oh, it God. let's double stuff this fucking double stuff <laughs> god i've never heard that one before. <laughs> jesus christ uh, airtight oh, <laughs> Ooh, that's good that's good unbelievable uh, gulf stream video savagery <laughs> i gotta talk to your wife i bet she's a real savage too she's amazing yeah She's amazing. She's got to be to um, roll with you. Yeah, yeah. Dude, we really appreciate you coming here today. No, thank yeah. you guys. A lot thank of fun. Yeah. Audience is going to love this. Yeah, good. Check out Grand Cardone. Follow him if you don't already. And um, I hope we get to talk to you soon, man. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Thank you. 2395, Wagner Houses, apartment 2C, 124 North First Avenue, East Harlem, 718 9723. You're a hot black guy, if you wanna fuck me. At 20, if you wanna move in, you can move in, but you gotta fuck me. And I need, I need to be fucked a lot, man. Get rent free food, free rent, and everything else, man. You have a deal, man. Men from jail, homeless, boy. You're a thug, wanna come move in? Friend can move with you, man. Free rent, you release my case. Fuck me. It's on me. Beat me, I'm all man out. You see me when I come up today, it's fired up, fired up, man. Fuck, man, I'm a hardcore guy, I mean it, wanna do it, and I wanna deliver it, I'm a hot, white trash, come to let's fuck.